A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine, located at 845 State Road 207, or give them a call at 217-3778, or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning, folks. Welcome to the Nimitz Chevrolet song. Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. So stupid. I'm e- Captain Kevin hits. Captain Kirk Waltz. And uh, this one's for you, Chris. Uh oh. Captain Scott Shay. That's me. That's me. <laughs> Chris Wayne spinning the hits. Yeah, Eeyore. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello. Yeah. I hate now, this song. Loggerman's got a big day today. He's going to call in. Indeed. Yeah. You that's know? Pretty Congratulations. Cool. Yeah. yeah that's in great. order. A milestone in a person's life right there. Yes. Just the next step. He's got to do it because he's got to take care of us as we get older. Exactly. Yes. You know? Yeah. But that, it's, it's so funny that you say that because. That's why I keep taking him fishing. Yeah. Absolutely. Keep I want the hookup. I mean, it, 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 through, through our lives. Yeah, our our doctors, our dentists, our CPAs—they're all people that we fished with. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're all people that we met through fishing. Yeah. And we're almost on our second round of them. No, that's, most that, of no, them no, no, no. That's are my point. Too old to get on the boats anymore, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, oh. so I, I mean, I, I, you know, um, Mr. Ben Cheeks from um, Columbus, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I used to take all of his kids fishing. And and then I would he had a lake house in Columbus, and he had a big piece of property, so I, I we would go to the lake house in March, end of March, and the kid all of us man, and um, beautiful place. And then uh, as a kid, I, I'd get up early in order to go turkey hunting, mm-hmm. you know. And they would obviously by the time I got back at like ten o'clock, they yeah, were all breakfast. just getting around yeah. and stuff, yeah, just you know? getting up. Yeah. But but anyway, fish and, and now now his son, uh, his sons. Um, hell, they're they're thirty something. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? And 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 they're doctors. Yeah. You know, so that's cool. It's it's, it's, it's really it's cool to cool. see the evolution of how long we've all been involved in yeah. this. Yeah. The you only know. the only the only one I've, I've I've got to complain about, and 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 I have a serious complaint about this, is is why, uh, Greg Carrasco 
did yes. not take over for oh, his dad. Yeah. I cried when Dr. Carrasco <laughs> retired. Yeah. When Kevin called me, he goes, guess what? And I was uh, like, well, he It said, was a bad day. He said, yes. Dr. Carrasco's retiring. I'm like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah. You know, I need help. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we, we like offered him money, you know, to, to, to not retire. He called me Friday morning, Dr. Carrasco. He, he did. Says, He's a great guy. Seen any bait? I said, have you seen the ocean? Yeah, said, exactly. Don't ask me. I <laughs> yeah, said, yeah. if anybody out here that's not, I mean, he's not even crazy, uh, but the only one with a big boat is Favor. If you're going to ask anything about bait, call Favor. Now, what are you calling me for? Because I'm not even, that inlet was skunky on it yesterday. Oh, it was nasty yesterday. Yeah, it's been bumpy a lot. This wind yeah. needs to quit blowing. It's, yes. I know. it's golly, man. It's I like know. One I know. day you're on a flat road, and the next day you're like riding yep. a mule on a you know, you know what was Dirt so, you know what was so funny, funny about yesterday is um, I made the decision on Thursday I'm not fishing offshore on Friday, right? And mm-hmm. and and I'm telling you, I mean, I had I, and I, and I said I'm not even going to take offshore rods. I'm just mm-hmm. I am taking inshore rods. And when I launched that boat and I look at the flags and they're straight limp, I was like, darn it! I was like, I, and I was like, Dad, gum it! You know, I was like, I could I could probably make it offshore. I'm like, nope, not going to do it. And then you listen to those guys going out the inlet, and you're like, I'm glad I only brought my intro yeah. rods because yeah. they said it was – My crew got seasick trying to fish the rocks. Yeah. So I had to come back in. <laughs> yeah, I talked to Chad. He went out yesterday with a couple of the other guys, and they, they went offshore, and he said it was skunky. Yeah. He said he made it, but right. it was skunky. Now, yeah. the bite was good. Right. They did real good on the fish, but I, I agree, man. It's just been – one day you get a good day. I mean, I had Dr. Oshman and his son Matt on Wednesday – and we decided to go offshore, and it was blowing west, and then it went northwest. And I said, look, as soon as it turns around and goes northeast, I said, I feel it. And Jesse Gregory called me about 1030 on the radio and goes, well, did it hit you yet? I said, it, it, did what? It, and he goes, the wind. And I went, where are you at? And he goes, the amberjack hole. I said, uh-oh. And about 10 minutes later, it was like, bang. I looked at them. I said, we got to go. We're and, done. And, and the interesting thing about Wednesday is – I um a Dave Flogger, and he, he you know he, he texts me on Tuesday, and he he fully expected me to cancel, and he said, "Well, what do you think about tomorrow?" And I said, "Look, I said here's the forecast. Mm-hmm. The forecast was small craft warnings, not small craft exercise caution. It was small craft warnings. warnings." Yeah, I said, "But I've looked at this forecast, and I said, man, I don't see it." I said, I agree with you. I did the same thing. I, I, I said, we're, we're, we're going to meet at 730. We're going to go. And, and I said, we're going to run northeast. It wasn't that bad. I thought it was beautiful. I it mean, was, I, t- I called Scott because we, I told them, I said, I'm going to be back at that inlet at noon. Yeah. Because, because they're, they're calling for this thing to switch around. And, and it, the whole time it blew north at like five. Yep. So it was like air conditioning. The, Fish oh god! Bit it was, like crazy. Felt so good. Oh, it the fish was, were chewing. Yeah, it, it was, was a lot of amazing. Fun. Uh, the the best offshore day I've had yep. this year. Yeah, you know, and uh, it was. I should have canceled. Yeah, you know, but I was like, you know what? I just when you when you look at the the, it's always the overnight forecast. Right. It's mm-hmm. not the day of. Well, because they were calling for west wind all night. You mm-hmm. know. Right. The problem with the west wind we've had lately too is it's not just five knots it's yeah. 15, 15 to 20 to yeah. 25 and it's like yeah that looks great the first two miles until you get three right. miles offshore and then you're like uh-oh, uh-oh. You know? yeah if that happened anywhere in june or july who cares i can fish the beach i can catch right, jack right. you know yeah, yeah. i could make a day offshore right doing that but as you guys we've all done it long enough you you know you kind of just 
watch what's going on. The biggest thing to know, they had no rain in a forecast. What did we wake up this morning to? I know I had wet roads at my house, and it roads. rained at, yep. I don't know, 12, 31 o'clock this morning with some lightning and stuff like that that moved on all shore. But that's the thing that you don't know. We were out yesterday, and I called him. I said, what was just that you just heard? <laughs> he says, I heard it too. And we heard three times. Yeah. Thunder was rolling, oh, and, yeah. I, and I went, well, where's, I mean, where's that coming from? Because I said, I'm way out of control down where I'm at, and if I get caught, I'm in trouble down here. What mm. do you see? And, man, we blew up, and them poor boys that are fishing that marlin tournament, they got handed it to them offshore yesterday. Oh, Water uh, spouts, rough as all get out. No, thank you. No, thank you. I don't want that. No. That's just too dicey. Speaking no. speaking of weather, let's do a, a weather forecast always brought to you by the Bearded Pig right across the street from Captain Kirk's house. Yeah, the nice thing about <laughs> living by the Bearded Pig is if the wind's blowing out of the west, I don't have to deal with it. But that wind just turns the right amount southeast, of east. Southeast, baby. Southeast. Mm -hmm. That smoke you scent sniff it. blows right oh, into yeah. the yard, and it's like it smells so good. I mean, you can smell the layers of the pork. <laughs> Yeah, you know the, the big rib, the, the chicken roasting. Yeah, I mean he's got those big smokers going. I'm like, oh, that is just torture. But anyway, here's the forecast. Snopsis, we got a high pressure center near Bermuda, will extend its axis across our local waters this weekend, creating a prevailing southeast to southerly winds, showers, and thunderstorms, and develop at coastal locations late this morning through the afternoon. So basically, we're going into a summer pattern kind of. Right now, today we got south winds. 5 to 10, which is a pretty good forecast, yep. becoming east-southeast, increasing to 15 in the afternoon, seas 2 to 3 feet at eight at 6 seconds, and then tonight, southeast, 10 to 15, becoming south 5 to 10 after midnight, seas 2 to 3 again, Sunday, 5 to 10, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 during the afternoon, seas 2 to 3, and then you go right into Monday, 5 to 10 out of the south, uh, Tuesday, northeast, 10 to 15, that's when we start to see a change. Guess we got a front line coming through. I guess uh, the one the one day. Dang, that, that, I mean, I, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Wednesday, west winds five to ten, two to three. So Wednesday and Thursday might be pretty. Uh, Tuesday yeah, yeah. is going to make a little bit of a change. Yeah, a, a one day nor'easter. Yep. Yeah. Great day. Just enough to screw but, up the week. Yes, exactly. And the fact still remains. I think you. You know, I told a guy yesterday. Sometimes we just have to be weather watchers, but sometimes you have to just stick your nose out there. Absolutely. Yeah. And and just look. You know, if it's like edgy like that, where it's five to ten, that's how it was Wednesday. Yeah. And then we got out there, and I told Doctor Osherman, I said, "Let's just doc, let's just go over here and see if we got bait." And we ran over there. And it was like, man, it was everywhere. Oh God, yeah. the bait is the bait is thick. I mean, I dropped the net and yeah. loaded both live wells. Yep. I had to dump half the net. Yep. And then we ran off and got out there and. The the fish are chewing. Yeah, there's there's no no question that uh, fishing's good when you water, can, when you can get out there. I mean, water temperature 73, 74 degrees. Uh, that's, 74 is what I had, and it's starting to rise. Yeah, because I, I mean, probably wasn't that far from you because I ran pretty good to the northeast. Well, and the cool thing we've had all the south flow, so the water color and the clarity is is outstanding. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean the water's really pretty right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, tides. Tides brought to you by Angie Subs, our good buddy Ed Malin. Located on Penman and Beach right there. Crazy. Yeah. Definitely best subs around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fresh bread. They do for the a little breakfast French subs. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Ed. Ed. Yeah. Hence, hence. High tide uh, this morning around 4 o'clock. And then you've got a uh, another high tide this afternoon at 4.30.
and they're they're not they're, there's not much to them. It's uh um it, actually the tides look what I would say normal. It looks like a four point five and a, and a zero. Yeah. The low tide this morning is at ten o'clock, and then another one this evening at, at ten thirty. So, uh, good tides. Yeah. But, I like these kind of tides this time yeah. of the year. Yep. It's yeah. a good morning to get out and throw topwater plugs in the morning, high outgoing tide. That's and, when you'll catch those big yeah, trout. Yeah, 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 that's a great point because yesterday with with it being stood like like no wind, I was running the banks. I was I was trying to find you know humping something. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. See if I could find some pushing fish around. I saw a couple singles. I didn't see any anything, anything worth, worth stopping on. You know, but mm-hmm. uh, like you said, if you get out. It, at six o'clock right now, and throw top water plugs, man, with no wind, First it, is, hour. it is beautiful. Yeah, you ought to catch a couple of big ones. Yeah. I've caught some big trout lately. I mean, I've you know had some I, nice ones. I'm catch no trout. Uh-uh. Captain Rob Bennett caught one. Yeah, caught he, him on a five inch mullet. Yeah, yeah, we were throwing Chunked it behind in. the back of the boat and just put it in a rod holder. I tell you, what's <laughs> been money for us is those peanut pogies, man. Those little right. three and a half, four inches. Mm-hmm. Golly, I, we came in Wednesday and and. All I had were the big old flip-flops, and I said, these aren't going to work. we got to find the peanuts. So we went in the chum hole, saw a couple pelicans dive. I looked on the bottom recorder, and they were down 10 feet. I dropped the net. Must have got 100 of them. They were about 4 inches, 3, oh, 4 yeah. inches long. Put those on a jig and throw them around the rocks. Son. Redfish? Reds, jacks, trout. If they're around, they'll eat them. Nice. Ladyfish. Yeah. So are the trout coming on, on jig heads? Catching them on jigs and on floats. Okay, yeah. Just having to move around, look for clean, clear water. Right. I mean, from the rocks all the way up the river to, you know, Fort Caroline and the docks up there. I mean, if you if you look around and use those good baits, just keep them frisky. Yeah, and, and it's easy to keep them frisky right now with 75 degrees yes, of water temperature. It is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Without you know, throw ice packs or something in. Yeah, run an water. aerator right. and then run your bubbler and then run your live well pump. Those three, the combination of those three keep them pretty good. You know, you know the other thing that you – you absolutely see this time of year, offshore and inshore, is how much stronger fish are in yeah, yeah, 75 yeah, yeah. degrees yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of water temperature. Oh, yeah, they're fired up, man. Man, I mean, we caught some reds yesterday, and it was like, you know, a 25-inch red was pulling like a 35-inch red. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were – they were, and then I caught some kingfish on uh, on Wednesday, and it was it was the same way. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they are fired up, man. They, they love this water mm-hmm. temperature. They do. And yeah. now starts my favorite time of the year. I actually have a smile on my face from now on. <laughs> Why is that? Flounders are as good as it can get right yeah. now. Really? Yeah. I had one yesterday. It was probably five pounds. Nice. And um, You're I catching those six. on a jig head or a? Mm-hmm. Jig heads and mud minnows. Wow. And uh, gosh, the mud minnows are now $5 a dozen. Yeah. Mm. It's like everything else. Inflation. You know, it's just, it's, it's I just, mean, I'm just saying, I can remember when we paid $2, 250 a dozen five years ago for money. But it, I'm just curious because we've all had to go up in our price on inshore. Oh, yeah. Inshore trips. Yeah. I mean, it's it's literally cheaper for us to fish offshore. That's now. what I tell everybody. Yeah, than, than it is to, to, I mean, because your your bait bill is $75. I get it. I mean, I talked to Rusty at b and Oh, I get it, I too. Mean, I mean, you know. They're having to pay extra, too. Yeah. Everybody's just bumped everything up. Yeah, including us. Yeah, yeah. You know? well, you had to. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. trying to make a living. I'm not a white collar worker. I'm a blue collar worker. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> but no, the flounders showed up really. I mean, they've been That's... showed up the last couple three days, so it's nice. Do I've you... caught a few peanuts. Nothing big. No. Do you do you think it's better so far this year than the last uh-huh. couple years? Okay. I mean, I didn't catch a five pounder all year last year. Uh, okay. Under What's a good day? Eight fish. Yeah, that's what I. Ha- I mean, I I I, I clean six. 
Mm. And I lost two. That's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. And they were, I mean, that, you know. Good and then, and then, and then big, the, I mean, all the rest of them were 16, 17 inches. Oh, those are good ones. I mean, everything I have was 16 inches or better. Oh, those are good ones. The only two, I mean, two, we pulled, they pulled the hook, we, we pulled the hooks on. So, mud minnows takes away black I caught drum. a couple. I caught a couple of live shrimp, though, at the jetties because I was trying okay. to sheephead fish. Okay, okay. yeah. Because the sheephead are still at our jetties. I mean, they're not, they're, you know, no size. I mean, you got to you got to have to measure them. They're going to be 13, 14 inches. Mm-hmm. But the there is still a few black drum and stuff like that out there. And I hate I hate not to go with just like you, you know, go with a couple baits. You know, I'm not predominantly just flounder oh, fishing. Too. But I didn't realize it. But I caught two. Um, they were the smallest ones that we caught, but they were the thickest ones. They just literally come out of the ocean, mm-hmm. and they were how you catch the normal resident inshore flounders. The white side is half the this you know half the size of of the dark side, mm-hmm. but when you clean like an offshore flounder, is I mean he's you can't tell the difference between what the white side is and the and the dark side because it's thick because he's thick all the way through. Yeah, yeah, we had one on the bottom offshore the other day. It was it was a fat one. Yeah, I caught I caught some flounder this week offshore. So which was which was kind of nice. I, I I um was fishing with uh, Doug Wenzel on uh, on Tuesday, and uh, I actually went to the special spot. Cool. Yeah. And Very nice. It, it was. It was, was anybody there? Nope. No, How about that? Nobody. Wow. Only during red snapper what a season. Sh- what a Only shot. Red it, snapper was, season. it was. It was like the old days. Man, man. you must have been like, man, this is great. I, 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 you have no idea. I was tickled. Right? You know, I still think yeah. about that time you and I were down there and ran into Jerry Blunt, and he goes, "Yeah, I saw a bunch of spade fish back there," and yep. we were like, "Kevin goes where?" And he goes, "Back there, a couple of miles." And Kevin goes, "Kirk, I'm going to leave. I'll yep. call you." I did. About 45 minutes later, he goes, "You might want to come this way." <laughs> Yeah, well, I remember yeah, it, man. Absolutely. It was like, awesome. Like it was yesterday, but yeah. I, I did. And and, and uh, um, so I was fishing with Dennis, you know, Dennis and yep. and, uh, and Doug Wenzel. And Dennis's first drop catches like a three-pound flounder. Oh, first, nice. I went, oh, yeah, nice. here we go. And you know what well, the first thing I do? Because they're not, they're good. They're good fishermen. Yeah. They can they, they can, can bait, bait their own fish. I'm oh, fishing. Yeah. I'm yeah, fishing, I'm, baby. And, if there's flounder here, I'm fishing. Yeah, y'all can catch all the red snappers that you want, but yeah. if there's flatties down there, and um, struggled, never <laughs> I mean, caught another no, one. No, no, I was like, <laughs> what the hell? I know. First drop, lucky yeah. drop. We yeah. caught one the other day, and I was like, oh, I pulled it up. It was yeah. like 17 inches. I said, oh, that's a good one, yeah. man. Flopped it in the cooler. I said, we don't have to measure that. And they nope. go, really? I said, heck, no, man. Reached over and grabbed a rod, <laughs> put a pokey on there. I said, y'all go up there and That's right. one fish up there, one up there. I'm going back here, you yep. know? Yeah, I did the exact same thing. I was like, oh, damn, Darn I'm red, fishing. Yeah. Darn yeah. red things wouldn't Move leave over. me alone, man. Yep. I was yep. like, oh, I got one. I was like, no, nah, that's not one. Yeah, that's yeah. not one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love flounder fishing. You can have all the reds and trout you want. I don't care nothing about I'm sorry, but catching redfish yesterday was so much fun. Well, because we, I, I haven't seen one in a month. I, 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 I Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was jealous. I, 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 I'll be as honest as I can be. I have not caught a legal redfish all year until yesterday. Wow, all year. I mean, that's that is sad to say. I mean, and I don't know what you know. I, I didn't forget how to fish. No, I get it. You know, and and it's like I have. And, and Scotty will tell you he's done the same thing. We have fished from 206 to Pine Island. You know, and, and, you know, again, you talk to Captain Leon Dana, Captain Chip Wingo, Captain Corey Sparks, you know, they, they, they're basically, until the dead heat of the summer, they're basically inshore fishermen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they'll, they'll go, 
They'll go three, four days without catching a red, and then all of a sudden we'll get a picture of a couple of redfish. But it's not, you know. Well, I that's think, what we said. A group text out yesterday. Yeah. Did you see me? And I yeah. said, Leon, come in. Where you at? Leon, come in. Yeah. Because he always, you know, fires it off by sending us redfish pictures or whatever. Yeah. So and he didn't send pictures for two days. Yeah, yeah two said, days. So he hadn't caught any fish. No, no it was catfish. Oh, really? Wow. It's all catfish and stingrays. And, and you always know when he has a bad day because he sends you a picture of a beer. And, and, and a shot because he because <laughs> he goes to the bar at PVO afterwards when he has bad days he's like bad day bad day you know getting, I get it. but it's getting better is usually what the text is it's, you know, <laughs> it's a beer and a shot right yeah. I think I really think I had a long talk with somebody yesterday I think these these fish are a lot like deer are when you start beating on them they move mm -hmm. and they try different haunts I think they're around I think they've just moved over into deep water. We've talked about it before. Yeah. How can you go in those creeks in January and February and find one oyster bar and catch 50 rat reds? Yeah, I know. 50. Yeah. And they're growing yeah. at an inch and a half per month at that stage in their development. Right. And, you, and, and we've always thought, man, March is going to be. Yeah, wait yeah. till March. And yeah. then they're gone. They're gone, yeah. Where do they go? I don't know. I think they go out in deep water. And I think they get in the middle of the river. I mean, I've caught I've caught redfish in the last two years. Wouldn't it be fun to have in a, some of the ha weirdest places? Ha have a GPS tag on on. Oh, it would be. Would that, uh, that would be that would be so much fun to study that. I would be the first one to volunteer Me to too. the FWC. Yes. Say, hey, I've got. I'm, I'm, in. I'm your man. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do that. Yeah, because uh, it does. Because so... I do. I think they move. I think they go into deep. I found redfish in the last two months, three months, in the weirdest places. I've never fished. So before. They, they've always taught us a mile. That, yeah. that they only move about a mile, and I don't believe that. No, I don't either. You know, I think they go further. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Once they get to a certain size, um, I think that you know, you know, Steve Mullen and I, I think it was last year we fished together, just messing around. We ran out to the amberjack hole. We're out there fishing. You know what is that? Twenty something miles. Yeah. To the to the northeast edge of it, we're out there fishing with first drop. We both start catching bull reds. Right. And they wouldn't leave us alone. Absolutely. It was after five, 10 minutes, he looks at me and goes, well, we're done with this. I said, yeah, I was going to throw your shoulder out. Right. You know. Well, I how did. many times that you catch legal reds at nine mile, you know, at nine mile oh, yeah. in the That's wintertime thing. in November, yeah. December? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll continue that conversation right here on the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favors. And we'll Captain Kirk Waltz. Captain Scott Shake. Yeah, that's me. We'll be right back. So Chris, I I was I was offended this week. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah. I, I, I am I, I, I am I am I'm, I'm a big fan of Frangie's show. Okay, I, I, all right, you know I, I I do a lot of walking at that time of day, so I'm always listening to them. And they have Old Rock Thursday, right? Okay, right, 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 mm -hmm. right. Yep. So they got Old Rock Thursday. Yep. They got one of my favorite bands of all time. Okay, hit me. LRB. Okay. All right, Little River Band. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hayes Carline had never heard LRB. What? I'm not. Lauren I, I, you had know never. What? She didn't know LRB. I'm like, well, what? Okay. How she probably heard it. So, she might not have known what it was. So, uh, Lauren. They were like, we don't know this song. And it was like reminiscing. Oh, my like, God. Have you yeah. heard of The Lonesome Loser? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that Come was on, like, man. So, so, <laughs> everybody's heard that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the Lonesome Loser. They, there you go. They used that. 
Because they have classic. They have Loser Monday. Oh and they play this yep. on Loser Monday. They play it every Tuesday. And they didn't even know that was LRB. Man. I'm like That ain't good. Come on, man. Wow. Yeah. That's but it's so uh, interesting yeah, but, that you happened to mention that. Yes, exactly. So anyway, uh, I was I, I I'm just making fun. But I, I was like, wow. I'm yeah. not that flipping old. That's yeah. sad. You know, no. yeah, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, the best concert I've ever been to was LRB in, in the Florida it. Theater. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And yeah. now, but you know what's really interesting here is that we just play this song and look who calls. Leon. <laughs> it's Leon music. It's the, the lonesome loser himself. It's, it's the lonesome loser himself. <laughs> let's get him up. Yep, let's do. Oh, yeah, he's up. Leon. He doesn't want to talk. Good he's morning. Too, he's too embarrassed. Yeah. Well, listen, when it's true, it's true. You know, you don't try to deny anything. So. <laughs> That's true, I'm Leon. At that age where I just let my actions show for what I do, you know? Yeah. Did, did, did you just go back to, to sleep deny. yesterday? Yeah, dude, I took the mother of all naps yesterday. <laughs> He and woke up at home. seven o'clock last night. And yeah. Finally, texts me and goes, "What did I miss?" I said, "Well, we were calling you a loser. We were doing everything." Man, that was one hell of a nap. I said, "Why <laughs> don't you just stay in bed? Why'd you even get up at seven? He, wow. The only reason he did is because he probably had to go pee. That, yeah, yeah. or his belly was growling. <laughs> well, must have been pretty tired. Yeah. It was. I had that. to pee. Yep, I and, had to pee, and I smelled dinner. Right, and and or you needed an adult beverage, one or the other. I did have one of those after I did the first two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's great stuff. Great stuff. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. My, my truck is telling me I'm speeding. Oh, did you speeding? Which I disagree with. <laughs> it says I am, I'm no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> when you talk back to your truck in the morning, there's problems. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Oh my gosh, that's that's funny. Are you fishing today, Leon? Uh yeah, I'm heading down. Looks to be a beautiful overcast day so far today. So I'm looking forward to not getting absolutely stroked by the sun. It was um, hot. Was yesterday. it not humid yesterday oh, at the boat ramp? My yesterday, gosh, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was warm. You know, and. And and with zero wind, once that sea breeze picked up, it yeah, was nice. It was nice. And, you know, but man, yeah. I'm I'm with you, Leon. Yesterday was a, I, I am, I, I, that T top on my boat is big, big. Man. You can you can you can get it, it. I feel yeah. like the old cow underneath yeah. the oak tree. You know, yeah. It it, it is it, it it'll cover you for sure. But so, Le, Leon's got no T top. Yeah, none. Yeah, and it's especially and when, you're, when you're catching hard day. heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it gets old. It gets old quick when you got no shade and you're catching a little six inch gaff top. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, but, uh, that's a big one. Oh, he blew one up the <laughs> other day and it looked like this trophy size, like fifty. Me and Kevin oh. are going, "Damn, that's one hell of a hard I mean, edge. Did you eat that one?" Yeah, this this and he goes, this "Dude, I blew it up. The snot all over it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it looked like a giant. Those sail cats are just covered with that slime. <laughs> oh, they're awful. And Dude. he blew up a six inch sail cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What was that restaurant was over there by the Bridge of Lions for years? The Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Yep. You could go over there and wear those catfish oh, yeah. out over there. By the way, you ought to see that. Really? It's that- going to be a new raw bar. Oh. It's got a 300-foot dock. Dude, it is it Money. magnificent. Nice. Two-story. Two years they've been built? Yeah. yeah. yeah should, I mean, hopefully by next summer. I mean, it'll be, of course, wide open. But it's gorgeous. Okay. You're yeah. going to really like that one. Well, Pull up my boat. Well, go ahead, Kevin, Leon. Sorry. Scotty, answer this for me. Go ahead. 
where's the parking going to be for that? Totally agree. Okay, that was the whole issue. They weren't going to do anything. The city didn't give up originally their parking lot that they have that was across the road, but that ended up working out, and they did. There's a parking lot across the road. Wait, 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 wait. Leon, so what he just said, that ended up working out. In other words, somebody got paid. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I wasn't going to bring that up, but. I mean, let's let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. They offered like a million dollars to the county for that parking lot, and the county said no when they came back and they did some things and they Mm -hmm. bought the parking. They bought the county lot. How many spaces is that? I have no idea. It's right, you know, um, it's right behind where. What's the other restaurant that's OC right there? Whites? OC Whites. Yeah. It's right behind OC yeah. Whites. I haven't been down there in so long because of the traffic. Oh, been, oh the traffic's horrible. Been, well, I've been a couple of no years. No better. Everybody no, 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 no. Yeah, absolutely. Leon, uh, I'm telling you, yesterday, it, it, Carrie and I, we do not hardly go south on US1 no. anymore. We'll, we'll, because we, we shop at Aldi's now, and, and, mm-hmm. and there's, there's, a, there's a new one off of, um, uh, racetrack, Yankee yes. racetrack. Yep. Yeah, you know, so you go right up there. It's 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 faster for us mm-hmm. to go to racetrack than it is to go. I don't blame you. I leave my house at ten minutes to five to do the wow. Thursday night show, and I pull into Kevin's like within a few minutes to spare. And, and he's seven miles from me. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just the growth of the, our counties and and, and and you know Florida. It's it is it yeah. is what it is. I so mean, so Leon, what's been going on with you? Fishing the valley uh, nonstop. You know, last week I was actually, uh, in the week before, I was fishing more to the north, uh, the valley, throwing artificials, catching redfish, some trout, good flounder, and occasionally a snook. That has weaned off. The great news is that as of uh, Wednesday night, the dredging work has been completed here in Palm Valley. Ooh, that's good. So there's no more dredge work going on. They are done. They said they're heading to uh, Wilmington, North Carolina next week. Well, so hopefully my water clarity will start to clean up just a little bit. Some of my favorite creeks, Capoe, Stokes, were just absolutely, I couldn't understand how muddy they they were the last couple days. So I've been staying out of those, working more banks lately, throwing jig heads and shrimp. Uh, I got away from the mud meadows and, um, fishing the higher tide this morning i think we got an 11 a.m low tide today no maybe it's 12 no it's 11 uh, you're all down there but you are probably yeah. 12 yeah i gotcha and uh i'm gonna start off by uh working banks uh in the back pockets uh throwing popping corks uh with the higher tide over the oyster beds and that's producing uh mid slot to maybe you know up to 25 inch redfish and i'm i'm Doing well enough to produce one or two of those in a charter and with an additional, you know, 10 fish during that day. And that's not including trash fish. So occasionally a flounder I'll pull off the grass, but I'm finding those more around the creek mouth at the low end of the tide. And, uh, you know, I mean, like you said, by no means is it the 30, 40 fish days, which I'm really missing. But, uh, yeah. You know, I know we've been grasping at straws for almost two months now. Oh, there's a turkey. Uh, and just grasping at straws to why this bite went sour on us. And I'm just hoping that since this dredge work is completed, it'll clean up the water enough that maybe they will they will move out of that deep water where they can kind of find cleaner water and, uh, 
go back to their usual haunt. Yeah. Kevin and I have been discussing this with theories of pressure, bite, water temperature, clarity as to why these fish have moved, because there's no way in my mind am I convinced that these fish have left. It just couldn't happen. They've gone somewhere else, and we need to think outside the box to find them. Yep. And that's what makes you a better fisherman. That's right. Like that. That's right. So, well, I'm gonna so, to- so whenever, whenever you're on a dock, you throw out as far as you can. Whenever you're in a boat, you fish to the dock. Right. Under it. Under it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So right. The, the guy that's on the dock, who's throwing out into the middle, catches just as many fish as the guy that's fishing under the dock, yeah. right? So we never fish in that water. You, you understand what I'm saying? That's we, right. We don't, we don't fish 30 feet, 40 feet off the dock. We don't. We get in there as close as we can so they can pitch up there. And who's not to say that those fish aren't behind us the whole time? Yeah. They're out there in the deeper water. I, I, right. They, you got to experiment. Yeah, you got to experiment. I mean, I think, it, like Leon says, I think it makes you a better fisherman because, let's face it, I mean, if you're a fisherman, you're you're kind of an outdoors person and you're kind of a predator. Yeah. Yes. You, you know, like we're hunters and, and we hunt a lot. And so when you go into the woods, you're looking at everything. You're listening to the squirrels, see if they're barking because they'll alert on something. You're listening to the birds where there aren't any birds watching the trees, looking at the breeze, checking the wind. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things going on. Same thing when you're in the water. Yeah. I mean, you got to start looking around and quit going to the same places over and over and over again. you got to start going, I'm going to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I, It's hard to do that. It is. Because a lot of times you'll, put, you'll, put, you'll, you'll get donuts. Yeah. You'll throw donuts and you'll, dadgummit, you'll sit there for 30 minutes, not get a bite, and you're going, well, that was an absolute waste of time. <laughs> You know, but it's like the fourth or fifth time when you get your doorbell rang and you go, oh, yeah. And then you go, why are these here? Yeah. I've got a place right now. I have no clue why they're here, but they're there. And and, And I won't catch many of them. I don't have a clue why they're not there anymore. You know, I mean, I mean, I guess we're places where Leon, where I've caught, I mean, I mean, literally thousands of redfish. I mean, I haven't caught a redfish in these places in Five, six, seven years. Yeah, they're they're not going in there anymore. No, they're not. It's like at our place at Fargo. We got a thousand acres, and I've walked that property, north, south, east, and west. Yep, I've been all over it, and so is my son. And there are times when I'll walk through that place, and I'll go. Every time I've sat here, I'll take my climber in there, and, and I hide, and I'll see a deer, and then all of a sudden I right. quit seeing them. And I think as soon as they know we're there, it's yeah. like like you said that one time, Kevin. That deer walked out and turned over and looked right at that stand. Yep. And there wasn't anybody in it, but right. he was looking at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think the fish are the same way. You know, God just don't make them stupid, you know, yeah. and they don't like predation any, any more than anything else does. And once we start You're predating right. on them, they move. Well, and, and they change and, their habits. And Leon, the other thing is, you know, for the past five Aprils, when we're all busy, nobody could get offshore. That's so right. you take, I, I don't know, 100 charter captains between Mayport and St. Augustine fishing inshore every day, mm-hmm. you're putting pressure on those fish. There's no, no doubt. doubt you're putting pressure on those fish. Oh, they're moving. Like, like you said, Kirk, you can't you can't go sit in the same tree stand all year because no. you're, you're eventually you're not you're just not gonna see deer. Yeah. You know? You might not even see birds. No, they exactly. might get sick of looking at you, you yeah. know. <laughs> you, know? you know, they're like the only thing you can see is tree rats. Right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Leon. Thanks, buddy. Good luck today. 
Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll send you a picture later of either a fish or a double shot of bourbon. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Sounds like a hard head day to yeah. me. <laughs> yep. Stingray City. Yeah. I, I, Chris, I, I have a question for you. See you. Um, what is – I want you to give us mm. just a couple seconds, okay? okay. All right. Fair enough. But, Fair but enough. what is the absolute worst time – that you can have a serious plumbing problem. Mm. What is the wor- what can you can you think of a scenario where you're like, what is the this this can't be happening right now? Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Okay, wow, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, excluding Any, holidays. Okay, um, yeah. Log graduation party. I was I was thinking. Well, well, first of all, uh-huh. there's no good time, right? Period. Right. Uh, but then I was thinking if uh, you're having a Super Bowl party at the house, okay. that's a bad one. Well, well here's, here's the scenario. Oh. oh here's, oh. This is true story. My wife were going out on Saturday evening. All right. Saturday and night dinner. Sa- yeah, Saturday night dinner with my dad. Okay. okay. Um, I go in and I take a shower, right? It's I was, we're supposed to be there at five thirty. It's four forty five. Okay, because Dad's only ten minutes away from me, right? Well, Carrie's back there doing her makeup and stuff, and I walk by the guest bathroom and hear bloop. Oh bloop, and I'm no, like, the guest bathroom. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, you just this can't be happening. And I open up the back door and the septic's overflowing. Uh, five o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Now, uh, now I gotta walk in there and say, man. honey. Uh, Here's a bucket. No, oh. no. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, we're not going anywhere. She's like, what are you talking about? Uh, I, and and so what did uh. I, I? I mean, I'm like, I'm so I'm just like, you got to be kidding me, right? So I uh, I called eight six two six seven six nine. I called Duck Duck Rooter. Duck Duck Rooter and a person uh, answered. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> she did. And um, and then I called. I, I did call the owner, who's a, who's a friend of mine, Jeff Norman. And I'm like, and he he just kind of giggled, you know. And he goes, "Look, I'll 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 have somebody there." And he said, "It it may not be tonight," which I understood, right? You know, it's like sure. you're just not going to be able to use much yeah. water. You know, be careful of what you're doing. But they showed up on on Sunday. Wow! And, and really? I knew I knew exactly what it was. It was the sump pump had gone bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I had to come out and change my sump pump. But I mean, uh, Saturday. Yeah. And, yeah and, and, and here's the deal. You know, we're all dressed up. Oh, you know, man, I mean, you're getting ready to go you're out. You're getting ready to go out, you know. And, and then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, you got to be kidding. <laughs> you're not going for you're a like, walk. You're yeah. like, oh. hey, wait a minute. Yeah. What? Uh, Scott wrong. Shank wasn't over here. Right. right. I don't yeah. understand. And, 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 oh. And, and, and by the way, <laughs> this is this was really cool. The guy that showed up, his name was Mike. And he, he is a big-time listener. So you know what he got? He got a new shirt and a new hat. Showing up on the Ooh, Sunday, little, wow. little property, little, <laughs> little, nice. little, little, little outdoor show Yeah, so thank Mike, thank up. Jeff for, for for taking care of the favor family. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call, right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Stories. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by. Duck Duck Rooter. You two guys showing battle doctors. scars, man. Gonna, yeah, I, you do need I, doctors uh, for your week. Accident this crap. week. All right, real, real quick, let's go talk to Joey, then we got to get logs on. More Joey. Hey, hey, Kevin. Uh, hey, I was going to ask you guys, do you know what the connection 
of the Little River Band is to Jacksonville. I, there, uh, there is a, I don't know it, but I do know that there's a connection between LRB and Jacksonville. Ooh, tell me, tell me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, and I've heard this from two different band members on interviews. So, the very first album they ever came out with when the in the early seventies, the first radio station in the nation to play their music in America was right here in Jacksonville. No kidding. Uh, a, disc jockey, a disc jockey fell in love with the music, played it all the time, and their sales started happening right here in Jacksonville. And they felt so honored. They used to come and through and play here all the time in the seventies and the eighties because of it. Yeah, I mean they used to play here like once a year. Probably it was the Grease Man. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say it had to be the Grease Man. Yeah, the Gubbly. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the Grease Man. It was before him. Oh really? Oh, oh really? wow! Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep. But that's that's the connection they had to Jacksonville. Well, very very cool. Thanks, Joey. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Yeah, cool. I, I knew there was a connection because I, they used to play here all the time. I mean, it was it was it was cool. Good music. All right, let's go talk to Logs this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Morning, boys. <laughs> so, so Kirk and I are. Um, you, you remember the scene in Jaws when they're sitting around the table and they're showing of each other uh, scars and they're, yeah. you know, and, and he pulls his shirt up and is like, "What's that?" And he's like, "Melissa broke my heart." You know. <laughs> well, well, I I thought my scars from this week were bad. Until yep. I saw Kirk's scars. Uh, oh, oh my gosh. He, yeah, so. Kirk, so, what'd you do? So, Jeff, I'm fishing <laughs> the other day, and I and, there was this, and there was this gannet. <laughs> no. Uh, brother, I will never touch one of those again in a hundred years. That bird wore me up. <laughs> That's a, that's a memory that 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 I can never oh, erase. Shoot amongst you. What never, you know, I never bled relief. so much in a boat in my life. <laughs> so anyway, I fished with some people the other day, and they're regulars, and we've been fishing for years together, and they always want to help me. And so we come in, and they they grab the keys to the truck, and they back the truck down. It was a lot of help. I appreciated it. And so I, when I drove the boat up on the trailer, and he winched it, he didn't winch it tight. So it was about four, five, six inches from the from the roller off of the winch. Mm-hmm. So I pulled up, cleaned the fish, and I was like, well, I got to go take care of this. So I drive the truck in a big circle around over to the big east ramp, which is the big wide one mm-hmm. over by the pilot station. I back the, the pathfinder in the water just till it pops to float it a little bit. I get out of the truck, and I'm pooped. I mean, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's tired. Yeah, yeah, it's a full day. So I'm beat. It's about 2 o'clock, and I walk down to the ramp, and that green algae is right there at the water line mm. at low tide. No. And as soon as I get next to the boat, Jeff, the total alley oop. I mean, just like nothing but air, feet up, and I'm going down. And I'm like, the only thing I can do is put my arm on the trailer to keep from cracking my head on the asphalt. And I ate it bad. I mean, flat jacked on the back. How you long know? did you lay there? Yeah, how long? I laid yeah. there for probably three minutes. Just just like, <laughs> did it knock your like, breath out? Oh, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> And there's two guys in their trucks up there, and I know they're up there laughing. They're you filming got, it. And they're filming it. And I hope yeah. you both, I hope you both fall one day, <laughs> because they, they never got out of the truck and said, "I thought you were like, Cap, go to hell." Or are you okay? You know, no, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying Somebody to have help a little, pick up the old guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm laying there and I look I at my arm die. and I am bleeding. I've got oh. a big old gash in my arm right there where my my watch band is. I've got another uh, hole in there where I hit the trailer. But, I got this huge bruise. I, I'll, I'll tell you the the worst one, Jeff. The worst that I ever had. <laughs> you remember, Jeff? I, I had yeah. two yellow fins. 
mm-hmm. and and they were almost identical. Uh, the the boats, the trailers, and 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 both both of the trailers had had spare tires. Okay, well my first boat had the spare tire, and you would step up on. It was so easy, you step up on the spare tire and get in the boat and get in the boat. That's and, how and, my pathfinder was. Well, that that particular my first one had a cable through it with a lock. Keep the spare tire from spinning. Yeah, keep oh. the spare tire from spinning. Well, mm-hmm. the very oh, first one. time I put my second one, and there's people underneath the gazebo, and and well, I go to step up on the tire, not understanding that it's going to spin. Oh, oh and, no. and I did pretty good for about two seconds. I did the log roll thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm running like you the, did the circus bear. Well, then I it, then it went out from under me, and then I caught my chin. On the Ooh. boat Ooh. as I was going Ooh. down and Ooh. went backwards into the water, split my chin wide open. Uh. I mean, and, and, and they're all laughing. Oh my God, favor, what are you doing? I'm bleeding like a stuck pig. I've got a split chin. Not funny. No, that knocked me out. I got all my teeth out. Yeah, I had, I had 10 stitches yeah. there from it. Slipping <laughs> on the green moss. Yeah. Some... And, and, and by the way, by the way, I was fishing with logs. I believe it was the First playoff game you guys were going to, Jeff? Okay. Remember when we were at St. Augustine South Ramp and you busted your rear end? Oh, that was, uh, oh, oh, oh you're talking about when, well, on my day off. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Your day off fishing with me, and I was expecting a phone call from Coughlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hurt my player. Yeah, you hurt my player. What are you doing? No, you're playing. No, he busted his rear end, man. I mean, like bad. And I was like, dude, are you okay? Are you okay? I tell you yeah. what, it hurts yeah. when you hit that asphalt. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ain't nothing funny about it. Yep. Well, I can tell you that uh, we don't we don't fall as gracefully no. as we once no. did. You know, it, it hurts a little bit more nowadays. You know, the older that you get. So. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm I'm tired of that. So one of the things I think that you always think of now, is when you're a little bit older, is that you always slow down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better. Yep. Yep. That t- and you think t- totally agree. Through a little bit more before you do it. Yep. I take little bitty footsteps, and you know, you're not that. You know, just plow right in there. I don't and think do you have anymore. much of a choice, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Thank yeah. you, folks. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I I agree with you, Jeff. Yeah. I think you you get a little more calculated. You know, because I, yeah. I used to be a bull in a china shop. And now yeah. I come home and my wife looks at me and goes, now what'd you do? Yeah. She always goes, now what happened? You know, I'll, oh, yeah. I always pull the sleeve up to cover it. And she'll look at the bottom of the sleeve and she go, why is there blood from your elbow to your wrist? Mm-hmm. I go, what? what? Uh, cleaning fish. I don't know what you're, you're talking about. Yeah. Fish blood. And she'll come and pull the sleeve down and go, that's not, that's not pretty. I go, no, that's not Dude, pretty. you got a big old knot on that thing, oh, too. Yeah, man. I hate it. <laughs> hey, by the, yeah. uh, by the way, Kirk, uh, when I, this week I, I met the guy that takes the beautiful pictures of ospreys from your vote. What's his name? Will? Yeah. Will, right? Yeah. Used to, used to uh, shoot pictures for the Florida Times. Yeah, Will Dickey. Florida Times Union, yeah. great guy. Yeah, I met him at Angie Subs uh, this week. I just happened to be there, you know, getting me some crispy French fries, and my wife kicked me out. And, uh, <laughs> and he came up to uh, to me and introduced himself, and super nice guy. And he takes some really good pictures if people want to check it out. Because I was checking it out. WillDickey.com, I think is what it is. Yep. Something like that. I've got yeah. one of his so, framed pictures anyway. on my wall that Jim McCollum gave me way back when. I, I, I can tell yeah. you I can tell you this, Jeff. He he he's got nothing on you. 
and 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 you're filming. Oh. Yeah. Well, let, well, let me let me tell you. Uh, I'm glad it's somebody else they're picking on, but me. Oh man, uh, I mean that's some great stuff you got this week. Well, I, I actually got wow, some wow, wow. stuff uh, yesterday as well. You know, we're, we're up here in Davidson, North Carolina. Son's graduating from college. Uh, congratulations. So, congratulations. Bro. Thank you. Yeah, that's yes. great, Jeff. Congratulations yeah. to you and Tara. We rented a house, you know, VRBO on Lake Norman. You know, figured, got, you know, the grandparents, you know, from Tara's side of the family and, and my dad and his wife and. And so we figured, well, let's go VRBO. We could hang out for the weekend. And so we got a place on Lake Norman, and there's a flagpole in the backyard of this place right on the lake. And two eagles were perched up on it last night. So, I mean, you talk about a cool picture of the American flag with two eagles. Nice. Or hawks, you know, should I say, standing side by side. That was cool as all get out. But it's not going to surpass the scene that I that I had this week at yeah. Florida. No, there's just there's no way that it could surpass that. Mm-mm. But there's more to the story. Okay, I want to hear the story. Okay, so I, I literally get out in really early. I want to try to catch some fish on top water. So I'm I'm launching at like five twenty. Ooh. You know, and so I'm the first one there and get the the boat in and and I got a flashlight. You know, I said, you know what, I'm going to bring a little flashlight just so I can see some eyes. You uh-huh. know. And so I launched the kayak, start, start pedaling, and flashing the flashlight around the bank. Saw a couple of eyes, you know, but nothing, nothing crazy. And so, so I'm, you know, working my way south down the lake because I launched at six miles. All of a sudden, I'm fishing, and I caught a really nice redfish on top water, which you guys know. When you catch a redfish on top water, it's cool because it's cool. they're so awkward trying to bite a top water bait. Yep. Yeah. Because they got a mouth on the bottom of their jaw. And so I, after I catch that, I'm like just you know, relishing the moment. I'm like, that's what I came here for. It's awesome. Totally makes my day, makes the trip worthwhile. Just that one fish. Sure. And I, all of a sudden, I'm just kind of you know drifting and casting, and I look, and I see movement on the bank. And I'm like, what is that? And so all of a sudden, I look again. I said, I'll be damned. Pigs. And there's a whole group of pigs. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm snapping away. At these uh, these pigs, um, you know, I got great pictures, and I I don't have to send them to you guys. I haven't, yeah, haven't sent them yet, but that's cool. Got great great pictures of about five or six pigs, and one I'm look one picture he's looking right at me. So anyway, I turn to my left, you know, and and I got a gator behind me, and he's you know he's five foot six foot something like that, and, and all of a sudden I look a little bit to the south of me, and oh my god look at the what and what oh my god it looks like Loch Ness monster it does because he was coming out of the water and I said I was said oh my god take pictures so I grabbed my phone I start taking pictures I said and all of a sudden I started hearing that gator and he's you know what do you, what do you call that a growl a growl yeah okay so he's growling and he's mating uh, another gator, and I said, "Get the hell with the vid- the the still picture. Take video." <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Flip, flip over to video mode and zoom in as far as I could because I and I started, so I started to ease over there. Oh, and I, that's that would that, that that that's like you know hold my beer moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, we're not doing know, that. I still pretty good. I still pretty good. Too tall, so I was like, <laughs> all right, I can do safely. 
<laughs> I get a little closer, and and then he starts putting on a show. I mean, just in a crazy cool show, and he's on top of her in the water, mating her. And, and the crazy thing is, is that there's like five or six onlookers. There's five or six gators that are all around it. One of them's coming closer. It's one of the coolest videos I've ever got of it's animals awesome. in the Get him, Paul. Get her. I can just see <laughs> the other, the other three games. Oh, oh. No. Give her a lesson. Uh, <laughs> if, if people haven't seen the video, go to our Facebook or Instagram page and this bull gator. Turn the volume up as high as you can, and you will hear him growling as he is. Uh, he's getting it on. I mean, it's, uh, it's a pretty crazy video. But the, but but there's also some other things to see. Uh-huh. On our Facebook page. From this week, Kevin, your catawba trees, yes, they're called. Yeah, Catawba cool. trees, yeah, oh, catawba worms. Great, great picture. The uh, post that Kirk was able to provide pictures on video on of a guy jumping out of the that, boat to swim. That was the most insane thing That's I've crazy. ever seen. With all the black tips and bull sharks hanging around the rocks every once in a while, pulling fish off our hooks, and I look up and I'm fishing the rocks. And a guy dives out of a perfectly good boat 20 yards or 30 yards from the rocks with a fishing rod. I thought he fell in. And I looked at my guys, look, we got to go help. Right. We got to go. And so they're pulling their stuff, and I, I reach up and pull the trolling motor up, and we ease over there, and I'm like, what's going on? And the guy goes, oh, he wanted to fish on the rocks. And I look over, and he has swam over to the rocks holding a surf rod. How did he not Barefoot. Barefoot, wow! Oysters Barn- and barnacles. Yeah, Jeff, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And the guy goes, I, and, "And he was, I don't know, he and you know, he wasn't speaking English. I don't know what he was speaking. I, it was broken, uh-huh. maybe Russian I, or something." Kirk, and I don't understand how he was not his feet and his hands were just a bloody, and maybe they were yeah. a bloody mess. I I don't know, Jeff. He climbed up there, and I looked up Did there. Did he start and, fishing? And I said, guy, you got to get out of there. I said, you're going to cut your feet to ribbons. And he just looked at me, and the other guy goes, hey, I told him. Something like that. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. It was weird. And I, and, and my guys were like, you're going to call the Coast Guard? And I said, what, what are they going to do? Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, Forrest Gump. And I, don't know, I don't know what was, what was more incredible. I mean, between the picture of the worm tree the guy swimming to the rocks, uh, gators mating and guana, or Bobby sent us, to, oh. or uh, should I say, uh, Brian's friend Bobby. Yeah, that's got, incredible. Got trail cam pictures of a black bear with a wild pig in, in its mouth. Yeah, that's, that's like one of the coolest trail cam pictures ever. No doubt. And that's a pretty good sized pig. That's probably a 50, 60 yeah. pound pig. It's a big bear, too. That's a huge, uh, uh, yeah. Everybody loves bacon. Yeah, yeah, everybody loves bacon, man. But you, you know, you, you know what was really cool, Jeff, about the catapula trees was were the comments. You know, and and, mm-hmm. and uh, there's so many people that are familiar with these trees. You know, and and uh, I I'd, I'd never heard of it until I bought the property. You know, yeah. and and then a uh, a local that actually fished my pond, he was, you know, telling me about these catopla trees and, and they're by the way, Jeff, they are cool looking trees. I mean, they are mm-hmm. they're really cool. So yeah, it's 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 been a good week on the uh Facebook. 
I think the, the most interesting comment on the trees post was somebody saying that that's where the color chartreuse came from. Yeah. Yeah. How about oh, really? that? Yeah, that's what, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Was, I didn't know that. Because look at the pictures of these, and they're, they're not really worms. Are they so much more caterpillars, Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. So look at look at the look closely at the pictures of the caterpillars because they're black and chartreuse striped yep. kind of kind of things. And so when somebody said that that's where the color chartreuse came from, I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool, right?" Yeah, that is cool. If you think about that, where that color came from, because I mean, if you're sitting there, if you're, okay, we're cavemen, we're all hanging around the fire, we're trying to think of ways to catch fish in this lake. Who in the hell is going to think of bright chartreuse yellow? Right. You know, it had to come from somewhere. So to think of that that's probably where it came from, uh, why that became such a popular color, that's pretty cool. It's, that's that's way cool. Way cool. All right, we we, we got to go to our uh, LV Hires gear tip. You going to hang around? I'll hang around for one more second. Okay, buddy. All right. We'll be right back on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Right now, it's time for your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. And uh, if you need, if you like have a job site, you need a fuel tank, LV Hires. And they, uh, we, I mean, Jeff and I have kind of like done some research, and they're all over the southeast. I mean, they're not just like locally here in northeast Florida. They're they're right. everywhere. Uh, 904-259-2314 is the number to get in touch with LV Hires. And... This week's uh, gear tip is, uh, look, let, let, let's face it, you need dash space. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you, you, we're always, and I, well, I say that in, in our boats, we're always throwing stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you need a place for your phone, your wallet, uh, your, now your remote controls. And, and, and I found, I didn't find these, my wife found these because, um, honestly, uh, there, was, there was a competing company with, with these um, and, and what they are is their their boat dash pads, and a lot of companies make them. And are they made out of rubber? It's like Sea Deck. Okay. It's the same material, and and so they they clean easy. They they're easy to install. They're adhesive. So oh, that's just, good. You just take the adhesive off the back of them. But here's the deal: <laughs> when you put it down, it better yeah, be better straight. be in the right spot. You better, better get, get it right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're but they're very cool. And these are Kimbento boat dash pads. Well said. Motor. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, nice try. Yeah, thank yeah. you, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> Kimimoto. Yeah, Kimimoto. Yeah. Kimimoto. And by the way, they make, they make they make a lot of different products. But but with this one, I, I liked it because it it had a place for your phone, and, and you can see a like like my screwdriver in there. And the reason I have a screwdriver in there. Is because I'm still trying to adjust my throttle on the the new Cox engine because it's uh, it, it all it is is a, it's a screw it's 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 pretty cool you can adjust it to, to the point to where you know it was it was way too soft right in, in the beginning and and, and Lagerman witnessed that um, whenever you would hit a wake the the throttle would go forward oh yeah not good yeah. so anyway you got uh, obviously I got Captain Scott Shanks jig heads there. So it, it's just a cool organizer, and I, and uh, it, they were on Amazon when I bought them for twenty nine ninety nine, and and the 
competitors are somewhere around 45 bucks. Thanks to my wife for doing some I research. Like that. That's cool. Yeah. Go yeah, carry. A lot, of, a lot of times we will try to find different solutions to utilize the top of the center console because it's kind of a just kind of wasted space. And it, you know, a lot of uh, center consoles, they put the compass that's kind of up there, but there's space on each side of that compass too. And so to have something that's adhesive where you can have some kind of bins or storage, whether it be for fishing equipment or, like you said, Kevin, the remotes for your iPilot or whatever, it's nice to be able to have that space get used. Yeah. So, well, hey, uh, you're, you're quick, not, your mic's not on. Yep. We had a lot of participation on our Facebook page and Instagram from different people that sent us messages. And yeah. you remember a couple while back, anyway, we were talking about Sticking the remora on Eddie's son in the boat. Yes. Remember yes. we yeah. do that? Yeah. Okay, well, Sean ended up sending us pictures of uh, one young man that actually did it on his boat, so that was very cool to see. And uh, also, uh, we uh, I was communicating with William Herbert this morning. Next week, we're going to have a special guest on the show, which is going to be Rick. Saunders, and he is with the uh, United States Coast Guard Auxiliary. He's going to join us, and so we can talk a little bit about boating safety. And Kirk, I know that uh, you uh, you know that crew pretty well. Yep. And uh, we also got a pretty neat little thing from John, who shared a posting on social media, which that Pagan uh, Ace is hiring at their new location. Up in Callahan. So, have you guys seen pictures yet of the new location? Yes. I, I have not. I, need I, yes. to, I have not. I, no. I need to go. That thing is huge. Yeah. It's be like a like a Bass Pro Shop. Yes. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> huge. It's the right. aerial photo of it uh, is incredible. And, and by the way, that's your it, LV. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And uh, so they they're hiring. So if you're interested in a job, in fact, I was having a conversation that day that I filmed the Gator. Out at Guana, I was talking. I actually met one of the one of the employees at mm-hmm. at Hagen Ace. He actually runs the Hagen Coastal Outfitter section down in Green Cove. His name is David, and he said, "Yeah, he said they're hiring." And he goes, "I actually thought about going there, but you know, I'm happy working for Miss Joan, who's the manager at the Green Cove Spring Store." But yeah, so if people are looking for a job uh, in the Callahan area. Hey, they're hiring. Yeah. So I I, I got a remora story for you this week, Jeff. So. Uh, I was fishing with um, Dave Flogger and his buddy Ted, and they brought a, a third guy with him. His name is Brent. Brent had never fished before. Mm. Like, never. Right. never. Right. Wow. Never. At all. Right. At all. Wow. I mean, That's like, I had to, teach you, had to teach you how to use the rod and reel, and, mm. and, and, he, and he did fine. But, like, his third fish that he caught. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What? How, how, how old of a fella is he? Uh, our age. Wow. Yeah. It lives in Florida. <laughs> wow, that's even harder to believe. <laughs> yeah. But but here's here's the funny thing. The third fish he caught's a remora. Right? I'm oh like, gosh. Oh yeah. You, you know, I can see I, this going. You know, Jeff, there's there's certain things that, that you know, whenever you catch your first sailfish, you have to jump in, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. First, yeah more uh, exactly. So so I go over there and I Uh-oh. and and, and I, I, uh, I take the remora off and and I said, "Do you know what this is?" And he said, "I think so." He said, "Is it those ones that 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 you know suck to the side of sharks and stuff like that?" I said, "Yeah." And I, and I took it and I 
I stuck it on the side of the boat, and it's hanging there. And I said, "Take shirt off." It's like, what? What are you talking about? What? I said, well, the first one you ever catch a remora, I got to stick it on your back. No, he oh, fell no. for it. Uh-uh. No, he didn't fall for it. He's like, hell no, you ain't sticking that thing on my back. I tried, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> I tried. Kirk, you know what I that saw yesterday and I called Kevin over it? I've never seen it. What's that? There was like 15, 16 manatees in, in a group in the middle of the intercoastal. In a pile. I've a, never seen it before. A manatee gang. Yeah. And, I mean, there were babies, big ones, little ones, you know, all that kind of stuff mixed up, Jeff. And... They weren't, like, scared of anything. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's how they just get all the props for it. Yeah, I mean, numbers, I'm just man. saying, I'll can never you imagine? Forget. I saw that one time with Harry Francis, and we were about three miles off the beach down near the Jack's Beach Pier, and there was a, a big pile of them floating out in the ocean like no that. No kid in yep. the ocean. Yep. And they were just floating. I mean, just Me and hanging Harry a good and Patty time. Francis, I'll never forget it. And he goes, what are they doing? Now I, th- now I think about it, we had fished out of St. Augustine. We were down uh, towards the captain's house. Huh. About three miles off the beach, and there was I, a big raft of them. I've seen them in the surf, but I've never seen them. They're right uh, there in the middle of the inlet. Huh. Well, not no, in the middle of the I've inlet, but them. right there off of the last dock right there of of uh, before you turn the salt run Yep. Uh-huh. on the big long sandbar. I've seen that's... it one time in the St. John's River, like what you're talking about, and it was a whole big giant group of them, and it, and it kind of got like a little violent. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think they're mating. And I think that that was Well, you mating. didn't film yeah. that? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> That might have been that might have been back when we had the next cell phone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Before the, the video phone. You gotta but you gotta watch that though. You can't spook them because then they'll stampede. Yeah, they're cows. Yeah, sea cows. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, watch out. It is amazing though that how many cool videos and pictures that the world captures now because of cell phones. Isn't that true? Well, I didn't capture that one. Yeah, they're yeah. right behind my boat. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Jeff. Probably more stuff than they need to capture. Good point. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with that, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, hey, uh, up here at Lake Norman, this is uh, this is the lake that Dylan fishes, and he's coming over this morning. And he's bringing the fly rod, and uh, there's some kayaks here and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yesterday, of course, you know my angle. I mean, first thing I'm thinking of is that is there any fish to catch and looking off the dock and checking it out. And last night in the evening, we're just kind of sitting out there by the, the edge of the lake and they're schooling shad. Mm. I think it's shad. Mm. Okay. And then there's fish just blowing up in them in one particular area. And I'm just sitting there going, look at that. Rattle trap. I mean, is that not cool when you see stuff like that? Yeah. A, a, a prime example, Jeff, uh, last week, Going underneath the Volano Bridge on an outgoing tide, those little baby ribbon fish got in there <laughs> behind those pylons, and the birds and the fish. I mean, they they love those things, man. Yeah, they're tearing them I, up. I mean, my gosh, there's <clears throat> I don't know what's jacks of bluefish, jacks, bluefish, ladyfish. Yeah, I mean, they're just just boiling the water, eating these things. Incredible. Those and <clears throat> and watching that is way cool because. To see a, a ribbon fish kind of greyhounding out of the water. Yes. It's a weird looking thing. It, it is the funniest, craziest yeah. looking thing. You know, because first of all, it's like a little um it's like a little snake kind of a thing. But then it's the the silverness of it when it comes out of the water. I mean, it's just cool looking. It's just something totally 
different that yes. you're not expecting to see. Poor yes. things don't stand a chance. They start dancing on top of the water all of a sudden, whack, one yeah. goes off in a seagull's like, dang, you can't stay up or down. No, you're going to get eaten. They, 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 you're right. They have no chance. I mean, they, only, the only chance they have is numbers. Yes. You know, because yeah. everything eats those things, you know. Oh, yeah. And the other thing that um, this was a couple of years ago, but friends of mine started throwing, you know, bigger artificial plugs in them. And Jeff, they caught some huge trout um, un- underneath those those ribbon fish like that. Yeah, I bet oh, you if they ever make yeah. it to a bank, you know, like truly, right. you know, not staying yeah. around our inlet like they do. Yeah, the redfish and everything. Oh, my gosh. If they got up North River or something a little yeah. bit, I bet you get that, That's where they caught them. Yep, okay. they were up in the North River. Okay, so a question for you guys. Did you guys uh, see the, the Jaguar schedule came out? Yes. I saw it. I didn't look at it, though. You well, saw right, it, but you I'll, didn't I'll look at it. it. Yeah, I just glanced at it. I didn't oh, really okay. read it in detail. Yeah. All right, so, so the ones that did look at it, okay, yep. everybody that, okay, and Chris, you too. Uh-huh. What are the highlights of the schedule release? The well, highlights of it? Well, you're going to London for yeah, two weeks. Back yeah, to back that's to a low trip. light. I'm not a fan. <laughs> that, that much I know. I'm not a fan of the back-to-back London thing. I yeah. think that's going to be pretty cool. You know, it's a home and away. Good thing is, you know, you're not taking away a, a second home game. So I think that's pretty cool. I, know? I don't like um, Well, I don't like it because, well, number one, you're stuck and your family's screwed for two weeks because <laughs> you ain't there. Well, let me, let me, well, ask, let me ask you this, Jeff. Uh, it's seriously as as not as a football player, but uh-huh. as as a radio guy, would you rather be over there for another week or would you rather go to Buffalo? Uh, and I'm not talking about a football player. I'm talking about you personally. Mm, good point. Uh, yeah, I, for me, I, look, I I'm a big fan of uh, of being home. Yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to lie, but but I still think I I for me. If you're going to have two games over there, to be able to do it back-to-back to where you go like on a Thursday and then you have a game on Sunday and then you stay that next week and then have another game and have a little different experience maybe yeah. of London, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's pretty cool and, and I'm excited about it because Taylor and Tara are coming over. Oh, oh, that's, oh that'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm, I'm totally in favor. Yeah. But they're they're going to make a trip out of it. They're going to go to Paris and then meet me at you know for one or both of the games maybe. So it's going to be this will be fun. You know this will be fun for us. So that that part of it is cool. But you, you know obviously the other part of that uh, schedule did you guys see notice that you know a couple primetime games. primetime like games baby that's my highlight right Monday yep. night got a Sunday night game yeah, got a Thursday that. night game. Okay, but can you guys guess what the first thing that I looked at was? Yes, absolutely. I know exactly oh, uh, what it yeah, was. Yeah, there, for yeah, sure. I, I know the, the bye week to see when the rut was. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's so. 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 What is the bye week? First week of November. Oh my! Yeah, it's gosh. right in the middle. Yep. Well, you might as well just uh, Scotty. You you open. That I got it. You yeah. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. By well, myself, pen- I got it. Well, pencil you in, buddy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Here's the other thing that's strong about the schedule. Okay, you got, you got the the bye week, the first week in November, and then the next two games are home games. Wow! Oh, nice. Listen to you. Okay, so that's going to be, I think, fantastic. You know, so you get one week of bye week, so you're you know be able to have some time to enjoy the rut, and then the following two weeks, okay, be able to find some time to get back up there. And because you know the Jaguars have a home game, well, so, and, uh, and, so and, that... and, and, and with that being said, Jeff, there's no better time to go watch a football game in Northeast Florida than November. No, 
you know what I mean? I mean, it's usually nice and cool. You know, you, I mean, you, football weather. You know, that's that's what November is. Yeah. Well, yeah. and say all that because you know, obviously, I'm a diehard hunter, but I'm also yeah. so excited for this year, and it's a great schedule. Can't wait to see what's next for Trevor Lawrence and, and Doug Peterson and this football team. And man, I'm telling you now, uh, this is this is going to be a fun year, and and hopefully this is going to be like a fun decade. Yeah, you know, wouldn't that be great? Or more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm I'm fired up, man. This that, is this is a that's it's a it's a good time to be a Jaguar. Fan. Yeah. Hey, other, enjoy your day with your son. Yeah. And your and your yeah. family. Congratulations. And, and congratulations. To him. Um, Thank you, boys. Yep. Thank you, boys. And you know, at some point, hopefully in the future, we will be calling him Doctor Dylan. Oh, that yeah. would be cool. Don't, don't, don't stop, man. We need help. Yeah. We're getting old. <laughs> yeah. We're All these injuries that are around this table right now. See ya. <laughs> Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter and Henry and Brian. Don't go anywhere. We'll get you right after the break. So, Scotty, I, uh, I, uh, I need to go to full lines. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. But I was I went south this week. Yep. And just all the dock damage. Down there is still incredible. It, it's it's amazing. It's been over a year. It's amazing. If uh, if you have any dock damage, CNH Marine Construction do, folks. They do a great job. Um, and if you go to their website uh, and and just look at some of the docks they've done, they're absolutely beautiful. The easiest thing to do is go to our website, outdoorshow.com, which is two S's back to back, and then you go see all of our sponsors and click on them and go. To I know the link. they got to build my flounder dock back. It's just yeah, it's same. gone. I know. I you, mean, I caught fish off of it yesterday, but I'm just telling you, it ain't the same when I could sit there and say throw by that cross member. It's right, just, yeah. It's just not the same. It's not It's not the same. All right, let's go talk to Kenny this morning. Morning, Kenny. How y'all doing? Good, man. How y'all doing? Hey, the funny thing about the jaw scene you were talking about. Yes. Richard Dreyfus and the captain. His name keeps slipping my mind. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Robert, they hated each other's guts and tried to shoot that scene the night before. And uh, Richard Dreyfus ended up walking off and they didn't shoot it. Well, I think Steven Spielberg was a director. Yes, he was. And, and Steven Spielberg had a meeting with them, said, y'all got to get y'all's whatever together. And Poop. we're going to shoot this scene. They showed back up the next night, and all of them were drunk. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I've, I've actually, heard that. Yep. They were actually drunk. Steven Spielberg said, oh, my God. <laughs> but wow. it works, though. It works. Absolutely. Anything <laughs> to keep the peace. That's right. Farewell, you fast Spanish ladies. Yeah. Robert Shaw, he was a salty old dude in that movie. Quentin. You know, actually, Robert Shaw's the one showed up drunk the night before, and Richard Dreyfus couldn't stand him anyway. They'd been fighting, so he walked off, and then they all three, I guess, went and had got hammered before they come back and shot it again the next night. But that's a true story. That is, I, I've, I've heard that story before, and that's uh, it made for a great scene. Yep. yep. <laughs> yes, it did. It, it, it hey, did. thank y'all. Thank Thanks, y'all buddy. for everything. Yep. All right, Kenny, thank all you. Right. See you, buddy. Let's go talk to Brian this morning. Morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? Yeah, I, I, hey, thought, I, I thought you'd be, you know, fishing with all those other crazy people. Yeah, all those people that you think it's what? two to three. I, yeah. 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 Well, I, I got my uh, trying to find the license plate of the truck that ran me over on Wednesday. 
Yeah, here so you. I'm still recovering from that. <laughs> Boy, when that wind came around, it came around, Woo! buddy. It went from five to ten to twenty, like instantly. Kirk, I was eighty out when it turned. Oh. oh. But I, I, the good thing—the good thing was—I was still up to the north, so I, I was able to ride the trough. But it was just a wet ride home. Oh, oh yeah, I bet. I bet you guys got soaked. Yeah. It was, uh, but you know, we had a we had a pretty decent day. I mean, I mean, we picked at them. It, it wasn't anything crazy, but we had eight dolphin and uh, and lost a real nice blue, which was I'll tell you what, it was it was one of the best bites for not catching a fish that I've seen. Oh, that fish that's fired so up. Cool. He fired up on the long uh, naked, and he went back and forth in the spread for five minutes. Wow. I kid you not. Just swatting at him. Just, just, wait, he never really swatted. He just kept. He went back and forth between the baits. Just charging. And, uh, he he finally came back to to the long one, and I dropped it to him, and then I, I reeled it real quick. And that 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 change in the the yep. speed of the fish or whatever, he jumped all over it, and he man. Like I said, it, we lost the fish, but uh, it was one of the coolest bites that, that I've seen in a long time. That's cool. Did you get to see him? I mean, he come out of the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was he was, he was was greyhounding the whole way. But the, the problem was, Scotty, is that when he hit, he ran the same direction we were going with. Yeah. Yeah. There ain't and no way to get a hook in that. You know, he had about 400 yards of, of, of line out before I could even get tight on him. 2250? Uh, you know, with that belly. Two two fifty, what'd you call him? Uh, I'd probably say two hundred. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, about what's he, being he caught good. right now in the tournament. The yeah, yeah, I've I know. Seen uh, the pictures of. I know Dan's got Dan had two. He had one on Thursday, yes. one on Friday. Yep. So, Can you imagine? Uh, I, they get out there and he drops the lines in the water in fifteen minutes. Hooked up. They had yeah, that blue had, marlin hooked wow. up. He had three in one day last yeah. year within three hours. Wow. Well, he stands to. Quad Pete winning this tournament yeah. today. If he holds, no, no kidding. Four he's years won. in a row, three years in a row, he's won it yeah. right now. Like Brian he said, right he caught three blue marlin last year within an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. So yeah. I, 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 I'm going to ask you guys a stupid question because I've seen I've seen kingfish boats go through this. Right? Is it the boat or is yes. it the captain? Hundred percent the boat. Okay, hundred percent both. But let me, I, Brian. Well, I, I heard some new stuff because this is way ahead of my years when I did it. Okay, what, Omni flat, Omni. What's it called? Omni something or other. It's just the like the bass guys that have their it's the live the live screens. scope. Yeah, they have something that goes around like, the back. W- no, like but like for a mile that oh. they can pick this fish up. Uh, no that's kidding. what drives them to this area it doesn't have anything to do but they spend some big money on omni something or other it's called brian oh, can you help a, me it's out a technology then. yeah it's technology it's sonar yeah, yeah it's sonar wow yeah well, and I, it, I can tell you, you 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 can bring the boat there you have got to and scotty you'll tell me you, know, you, you gotta got to have not only the captain but you've got to have a crew that is able to function as one where there is no running into each other. Everybody knows what they have yep. to do, when they have to do it, when yeah. the fish gets on to make sure that every Because, listen, I'm 0 for 30 on Blue Marlin right now, and that is no joke. Wow. Okay? Right. Well, so, I, so it's not an easy thing to do is to catch a Blue Marlin or, or any kind of billfish. Let's, uh, you know, 
So everything has to be it's lined up properly. It's an orchestra. It. Everybody stands Absolutely. back. If you watch this on TV, folks, and it's it's I've been watching. I've got it taped. I mean, I'm going to watch I, it for a while. But I'm watching but, it right but, now, Scotty. <laughs> but, but, by the way, let folks know what this is okay. and where they can watch it. And he's watching it live. Yes, it's a live. It's a live feed live that feed. comes back from the boats. You can watch everything that is going on. They have like four camera crews spread out amongst the boats that are out there. There's 15 boats that are in this. It's called a sport fishing challenge or championship. They yeah, travel. There's 13 legs from Sheesh. Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. Well, they end up in Dominican Republic for the million dollars, but the championship championship part. And but yep. there's going to be like eight from. There's eight. Wait. There's four stops on the Atlantic. Four side. stops on the Atlantic. They go all the way up to New Jersey. And right. up there's like more the big eyes and the you know and that's yeah. where their points come from from there. Not saying they're not catching white you know white marlins and stuff. Right, and then they go out to like Texas, a couple in Louisiana. They were all. in Louisiana last week. They were in Louisiana last week, and this polarizer that the boat yep. is called a pole. It is gorgeous too. It's right next to the ringleader docked and mm-hmm. down there. The boat is freaking gorgeous. <laughs> they were the first ones to catch the first marlin. So you get 350 points for every marlin you catch. Okay. 75 points for the doll, um, the sailfish. Sailfish. There's no whites really here. There's no really daytime sword fishing here. Then you get points per pound for game fish, wahoos, tunas, you know, that kind of dolphin, stuff like that. So the polarizer caught the first fish, so he automatically gets bonus 100 points for that. Okay. okay. So now he's at 450 for the first day. Okay. But here comes a half a buck, Captain Daniel Brown, that catches a blue marlin right after him. Well, he's now 100 points down. He only gets right. uh, is 350. He's not at 450. So they chose to fish yesterday, Brian, and catch another yep. one yesterday at 815 yesterday morning, 830 yesterday morning. Yep. So that puts yep. him in first place with 700 points. But because of the other boat with a hundred point bonus, mm-hmm. he don't have to go. I mean, one. I mean, he catches a blue marlin day. It's over. Right, right. I got He's you. done. Over. Right, so, Brian, where do you watch it? CBS Sports. CBS Sports. Yep. So I don't know where it's at on satellite, but with Comcast, it's three. In fact, you know, hold on, I'm watching it right now. I'll tell you. It's like thirteen forty two on on UVerse. We have UVerse. Okay, so it is uh, three ninety three on Comcast. Okay. And it's kind of cool uh, to see everything going on. And, Brian, I think you agree with me. Everybody that, like, if you just go out meat fishing, you just troll in a straight line. If you watch these marlin boats, they're zigzagging. They're not fishing any ledge. They're just fishing 1,500, 1,800 feet of water. Another question. Are most of these boats going to the other side, Brian? Yeah. No, no. They're, They're in the Gulf Stream. They're staying on this side. Well, um, they're, they're, they're 15 to 1800 foot of water. I, so part of the show, and I think this is part of the Starlink that they're using that, that actually sends the video back and everything like that. They kind of give you a, um, a a map, if you will, of where the boats are. So it's a, it's a topographical map. What deadliest catch does? 
Yeah, yeah. When a, you can a pinpoint little bit, a yeah. little bit like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But it's it's it, it's based over a topographical map, so you can see where the ledge is. You can see you know where it starts breaking down, uh, where you know some of the undulations and and cones and everything that are out there. That is on the topographical map where the boats are. So it's really cool. You can see. You know, yeah, granted, they're not fishing structure, but there is structure there that may be causing an upwelling right. or different things like that. Okay. Now, a good friend of ours, Captain Zach Timmons, is running the camera boat. He's in a 35 Everglades good and gosh. has completely got his you-know-what kicked the last two days oh, out there. God. He said it's been six to seven foot. I mean, it's stupid rough, but they needed a fast boat. He's, he's, he's young. Brian. He's going 180 miles one way today because he has to follow the polarizer that's going to the southeast. Yep. They gave him Boy. the coordinates. The polar you got to give up. We're like, where are you going to start at around that area so this camera boat yeah. can find you? Wow. To yeah. run the drone. Yeah, I'm looking at the website. Well, it's all over the place. Yeah, if he's going 180, he's on the east side down south. Yep, he's out of the weather booth out of Canaveral. Right. Wow, that's yeah. good stuff. All right, Brian. Great conversation, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Later, Brian. Yep. All right, let's take see a quick, quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Michael. I did see that. <laughs> you saw that one? You got <laughs> up and closed with that one yeah, or what? Only give us a call, 641-1010. <laughs> right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Reuter. So we're just sitting here uh, talking guns, and uh, only one place to... Go buy a gun, Wild West guns, gold. So what's the gold part, Chris? Um, I think that they have like jewelry and stuff too. Yeah, okay. they sell jewelry. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. yeah, it's like um, you know, all kinds of uh, bracelets, like yeah, yeah, necklaces. yeah, okay, yeah, that kind of stuff. And they yeah. also have you know like electronics and stuff like that too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. but but the main thing is the guns. The guns, yes. Every. Everybody needs. Hey, I want to give go ahead. A, 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 a cheap shot to uh, somebody that helped me a out. Cheap shot. A cheap, yeah, shot. cheap shot. You mean here? Turn around, yeah. you. Yeah. 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 That's right. Watch this. Yeah. yeah watch this. No. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, I give somebody a freebie real quick. Anyway, okay. I had a problem with my Lawrence unit in a boat, and it's been going on for quite some time. And I, I, I know Chris Kell ran a Lawrence unit in his boat, and so I called him one day and I said, Chris, if you don't mind, I have something I want to ask you and picked his brain he goes look you need to call this guy adam porter mm -hmm. he is a marine electronic specialist that's what he did in the navy and he's kind of a uh, a brainiac when it comes to this kind of technology and so i i did i gave this guy a call his name's adam porter it's called marine electronic specialties he came to my house mm -hmm. and diagnosed the problem with my Lawrence unit changed the transducer out and watching him mash the buttons on this unit was like watching something out of Star Trek. Yeah. He was moving so fast, I couldn't keep up with him. I just sat there watching. <laughs> because him. we're, we're I'm like, like deek, and then I read it, deek, and then I read it. Typewriter, remember? Click, click. Yeah, he, he was kind of like I, I never did do the. No, I never know, learned I'll, I'll how watch to type. Type stuff. I no, can't type. No, no, I can't type. My I'm mom a, finally I'm said, a, "I'll type your term paper because I was going." Yeah, exactly. Going, You all are hunting peckers. Yes, we are hunting peckers. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Adam Porter, how do you follow that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Porter. Really. Moving on. It's the owner of this place, uh -huh. uh, and it's a mobile unit. He brought it to the house. He's got a big van, got all the stuff he needs in it. He had the thing fixed, switched out, and redone within an hour. And he's real good at diagnostic problems. He can do everything, folks. 
Uh, give them a call at 999-1129, and that's area code 904. It's Marine Electronic Specialties, Adam Porter. Let, let, me, let me tell you, the worst thing, it, it, the worst problem that you can have on a boat is electric. 100%. Yes, I, I mean – just I, I, to track it or anything. You know, the, I, well, the oh, thing is, just too, like a car, it's you, terrible. It, it's terrible. Here's the deal: I, on my my second yellowfin, I couldn't use my cell phone. It would block that. out my cell phone. I remember that. And 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 all of a sudden, I'd, I, all of a sudden, I'd just be sitting there, and I would hear my live wall go, but my pump go, and it would it would spin the prop off of it. It it was. I mean, there was a ghost in this boat. And I had them come look at it, and and, and we look, took it to Tampa. I took it to Sarasota, and or they Sarasota, had, me they and had you a, went. To, yeah, did we a had boat to ride. rewire the whole, whole thing. They oh. the whole thing. It was it was crazy. That but, kind of but, stuff will drive you crazy. Oh, those little will. those little gremlins getting your boat. Yeah, but I mean, he works on everything: yeah. Simrads, Farunos, yeah. Garmin's, Lawrence. That's a guy to know. Keep that card. I yeah. mean, no, I brought this for you. Oh, oh awesome! Good. I got a couple. Because hey, they got it. I hear they got it. There's a new card out for Simrad, a new overlay. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That well, now it brings up like um, like anything that's registered as a public spot. It's the new overlay. I mean, there's the chlorine barge, what we call Robert Johnson Super Barge. That's down right. there. Now it's on this thing, which that used to be the secret number down there. Right. Exactly. Well, there's so no now more secrets now. They're using this downscan radar or sonar, and they're going and looking at all this stuff, and then they're. Selling the chips. Yeah, yeah, that's know? what the Seymour. chips out. Seymour. Seymour. Well, it's Seymour, but yes, whatever. A friend of mine just had it done on his, and he said, wow, all these numbers that we used to consider, you know, our spots, yeah. now they're on it. I went, oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. We not. We can't get out there anyway. It doesn't it, matter. Who cares? Let's go talk to Michael. He's got a manatee story for us this morning. Morning, Michael. What's up, fellas? What's up, buddy? No, yeah, I was talking manatees earlier. Uh, I live out on Black Hammock. So a lot of times I'll ride down the boat ramp and see if I see any hogs or uh, deer or anything down there. Huh? I saw one the other day, and then went down. There was a whole pot of manatees swimming around, just chilling. But uh, no, the story I was going to actually tell was uh, back back when we were younger, my buddy and I used to always surf at Jack's Beach. And so we're out there waiting for the next set to come in, and all of a sudden something surfaces up next to me, and the first thing you're thinking is shark. Mm-hmm. And it's a big old manatee, and then we look, and there's about five or six of them all around us. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty cool, you know, swimming right next to you and pet them whatnot. And uh, then out of nowhere, they just started vacating their last meal right there in the water around everybody. <laughs> God, that stuff and, stinks, uh, too. And it was, it was the, you talk about sea cows, man. It, I would have ra- rather had a regular cow out there because it was rough, <laughs> man. But the, uh, the good thing was. Swimming in the sewage? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was tough. Wow. The good thing was the current was ripping pretty good that day, so we just swam up current about 200 feet. And Don't let it kind of go right? down and just watched all the reactions of the beachgoers as it started making its way down the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Can't mistake it either. It's a log. Oh, yeah. no. That ain't yeah. right. Wow. Hey, Bobby, what's log. this? <laughs> yeah. All I can right, think of was a Caddyshack right, movie. Yeah. When he's cleaning duty! the pool and going, yeah. Oh, yeah. going, yeah, duty, yeah. Oh. See? Drops his baby Ruth in the Yeah, his baby pool. Ruth. Yeah. So, so the greatest manatee story ever that i've ever had and i've told this story before and excuse me because it's quite funny is i had these three guys never forget new york city all of them around 21 22 years old oh, ne- no no never never ne- never been to florida before you know and these were new york city guys i mean they grew up there 
And they were all three pretty good fishermen, you know, and they, they started drinking beer around 9, 9.30, uh, young no, guys. You you know, Ooh, and, that's pretty good. That's yeah, late. And, and I had my flats boat at the time, so I'm standing up there on the trolling motor, and, and this guy was shoulder to shoulder with me the whole time. I mean, I'm like, dude, you got to give me some room, you know? And uh, we're fishing down the edge of the intercoastal, and he said, uh, he, he, I can tell he's starting to feel pretty good. He's like, hey, Cap, he said, uh, anything Anything crazy living that marsh? And I'm like, oh, I got him. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got him. I'm like, oh, yeah, bro. Marsh monsters. I said, that's why we stay away. And you see, I'm not very close to the bank. So because if they come out of the marsh, we, we, we got to try to get away from them, you know? <laughs> and I got him going, man. I mean, he's looking around, you know? And, and he comes up there about 30 minutes later and he's like, hey, Cap. I said, yeah, buddy. And he said, uh, where do you go pee? I said, well, go on the back of the boat. Right, you know, and and right beside the engine, and just just pee off the back of the boat, and and he's like, okay, and so he goes back there, and he's I, I can hear it sound like a bilge pump going off, right there, you know? and and you also know that manatees love water hoses. This manatee comes up right in his pee, I mean, like right <laughs> off the bottom, and he turns around and he is peeing everywhere. <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like Marsh Monster, Marsh Monster, oh my God. You know, and, 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 and I'm, I'm laughing so hard, just peeing all over his buddies. And and, 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 and and I run back there and I'm like, oh my God. I said, that's the biggest one I've ever seen. We got to go. And I crank up the engine and I, and I run down about a mile, you know, just, just totally playing it up. Never told him any different uh, the whole day, the whole day. And uh, he'll uh, tell that story for oh, the rest of his absolutely. life. He still to this day has no idea it was a manatee. No idea. Yeah. Oh no, they ease up. They're quiet for for, no, weigh, and, for weighing a when thousand they, when, pounds. When he, when he comes up and he goes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. I was hanging over the engine one time, just you know, kind of just you know, just kind of fishing off the back. And dude, one of them rose up and blew in my face. Yeah, I about come unglued, and I knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a true story. That boy peed all in that funny. boat. So, all right, Gary. and you won't believe it. Yeah. This big thing was as big as a cow. It's it a freaking right whale. It was gonna come right up and eat me. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm never going back to Florida again. No, I don't think he ever went back to Florida again. I know one thing: he drank a lot of beers the rest of the day. That's fine. Let's go talk to Gary. See if Gary can top that. Morning, Gary. Good morning, guys. You know, I saw on TV we're in this fishing tournament. When the, these guys got caught, they were suspicious. They got caught with weights uh, in their fish. Are there any provisions in, in place in these tournaments to keep these liars and cheaters from ever ever being able to enter another tournament? They just they just put a complete black eye on the industry. Oh, that's 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 a good question. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't think that those particular guys will ever fish another tournament. No, no way. No, you no know, way. I, I, I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't see that happening. And and for us. Uh, locals, you know, whenever we're fishing kingfish tournaments, there's there's provisions that they put in there. Yeah, like a lie detector test. Right. That's if, what, it's, yeah. if there's a lot of money, prize money involved, yeah. a lot of times they make you take a test. Yeah. Well, they got that, or they got um, um, like Whitney Lab or whatever. There, they come over and bring like their yeah. little their little magnetics yeah. and and yeah. you know see how cold the fish is. They'll stick a thermometer in the right. fish. Yeah. Right. And no, you know. And then and then in like you know Paul Dozier's tournament old school is you have to take a picture with the beach in the background yeah. and send it to him all right so if there's no if there's no beach in the background the, the, the fish doesn't count 
So, I mean, there's there there are things. Look, I'm not going to lie to you, Gary. If if people want to cheat, they can cheat. Yep. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, but but they, they're 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 not going to like like the tournament sweet fish. There's no way in hell they're getting away with putting no. weights and fish. I mean, that's that 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 will be detected, you know, immediately. Um, but you know, are there other ways of doing things? I, I guess you know, I'm not sure. I, would, I just love the, the kudos to the guy that put this out on TV and they exposed these guys for the, the, the frauds that they were. I just thought, thought, thought that was great. And, uh, you know, yeah. I guess they have to be completely ostracized in the industry then. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. They're the ones the, that have to lay their heads down at night. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and uh, and, and try to clear their conscience because the, the community, but the community polices itself. Absolutely. 100%. It does. Yeah. yeah. I might not know everybody. But, you know, in the world of, you're going to know somebody that knows somebody that's, you know, a friend of his. And yep. he's, you know, you're going to find out real quick down the line whether you not know, if you don't know him, you will become to know him. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you. All right, see, you, see you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole thing. Yeah. Man. That's, it's a close knit. You'll, you'll know real quick. But I thought, I honestly thought that they'd get more jail time. I, yes. I, 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 I told you. Uh, I was totally disappointed with the jail time. Because was it like six tournaments that they considered that, or they yeah, had fish they, that they wanted? They, yeah, yeah, they couldn't prove it. The burden of proof. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. it's, they're, you know, you're, they're banned it, for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 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 they are they're banned for life for. I mean, again, if you're a tournament director now in Oklahoma, <laughs> yeah. and you find out that after five years or whatever it is, these guys are going to come fish your tournament, you're going to know who the hell you are. No. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, they're never fishing another tournament. No, no, no absolutely not. It's it's no. and 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 again, it's. Uh, I mean, it happened in the El Chipo. Yeah, you know. I mean, they disqualified yeah. someone. You yeah, know, because of suspicion. Uh, that, not only did they DQ him, they went and got all the stuff back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I mean, is after which he is, won it. Yeah, which is really, really crazy. So, it's you know with technology now, it's tough to cheat. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. I yeah, mean, for sure. It's just and not like you worth said, it. how can you? Oh hell no! I mean, it's not I mean you're talking you about your, that bad? Your, your your family name. Yeah. yeah, your own personal integrity, your honor. I mean, it's be a hard, hard. But you have lesson to, to but learn you to know? be even to consider that. You know, your honor and your name it can't mean that much to you. No, it can't. No, I agree well, with that. Yeah. It's greed. It's total yeah. greed. It's yeah. all about greed, and Chris. Ego, yep. you know? and, and the ego stroke of, yeah. hey, I won. Yeah, I won. Yeah. yeah. And, How and, stupid. And, and knowing that you cheated, and, and here's the thing. Like you said, Scott, the other folks knew they were cheating. They didn't mm-hmm. know how they were cheating. They were like, there's, there's just no way he could have played sitting won seven tournaments in a row. I mean, there's nobody that lucky. Right. Exactly. You know? Come on. Yeah. And yeah. the fish were so much heavier. Right. Yes, and, and I, I don't. Like, I, I, again, if you're talking about a 40 pound dolphin, let's say, I can I can see how they can't see two or three sinkers. Right. A right. walleye, is 16 inches. Yeah. And there's stuff in these things with yeah. with, with, with you're not going to see his bellies <laughs> with, like with fillets. Yeah. yeah. And 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 lead weights. How do you get away with that? Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the. I mean, I'm bringing this up again. But look at the big deal they're looking at right now with the half a buck. I mean, there's no deal. But the man has a potential of being a four-time winner of a million-dollar tournament with $10 million boats involved in it and the finest captains along the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Well, that's why I said Is it the boat or the captain? It's the, well, it's the, it, it, it has to do with both. But my point right. being, we always talk about 
fish don't have any fences or anything. How, I mean, that's how good these guys are. I, know, I get it. To sit there and run up and down. You know, everybody always asks me, well, does all these big boats ever leave out of here? I mean, Not really. They fish tournaments and they do whatever. Yeah. But that's how much I mean, studying that these guys do. Lester, you you fished the heyday, right? Lester Beal sitting with us. And Dave Workman, he, he had it figured out, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was... One of the damnedest fishermen I've ever seen, especially king fishing. I mean, he he was he was the the master. I mean, and 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 I I would fish around him, and I'm like, how in the hell? I mean, but he he got he, the bite. He, he had did. techniques, man. Yep. He he, well, he had, the tricks. He had it figured out. Yes, yeah, the tricks. It's the little tricks when you look at the old timers, like you know Fred Morrow, and right? Wimpy Sutton, absolutely. Mike Scanlon. Yeah, those guys had figured things out that we hadn't. Right. You know, we were out there dragging around big old sinkers and hooks and we leaders, were. and they're lo- using. You know, real small stuff, and we're going. How are you catching big fish? Where well, you just losing a drag? You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but some people don't right. know that. Right. I, I, I get it. I yeah. mean, I I'll, know. I you and I fish yeah. and Scotty and 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 Lester. We fish all the time, and that's stuff we just picked up over the that's years. Right. But you get a guy that hasn't done that before and goes out tomorrow with us doing the same thing, but keeps the drag really tight, and he keeps losing fish. And he goes, "What's happening? What What am I doing wrong?" Yeah. And, and here's here's the funny thing, and and I know we need to take a break. Fishing on uh, Tuesday with, with with Dave or Wednesday with with, with Dave and and Brent who had, had never fished before. Right. Okay. We are on a snapper bite from uh, it was unbelievable. It's Brent, epic. Brent never caught a snapper. Wow. But again, he's never fished before, yeah. so you don't think there's a technique to it, but there is. There is. There is. I mean, he caught he caught two remoras and two sea bass. Now he did catch a couple of kingfish on the flat line, which was way cool. But I'm just saying, there's there's techniques to everything. To everything. Everything. Yep. Yep. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call, and uh, when we come back, we got a ring power tip of the week right here on the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimitz Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And now it's time for the Ring Power Tip of the Week. And I'm excited about this one. Um, Can't imagine why. Yeah, yeah. this is this is this is going to be fun. We're going to do a demo day on this coming Friday at Comanche Cove. And so, if you want to check out the the new Valentino powered by the Cox Marine diesel outboard. That's um, so cool. Yeah, you, you, you gotta. You, this thing is so different. Yeah, it, and and I'll I'll tell you, I, I was talking to somebody about it yesterday. I didn't think that I, I, I've driven a lot of boats in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think that it was going to take me this long to get used to it. But once you get used to the power, it's yeah, just yeah. so. When you know, just like Kirk, whenever you're pulling up to the to the dock, right, right. and you're getting ready to put your engine in reverse, you got to wait. A little bit is still going to drift, right? Mm-hmm, right. When you put this thing in reverse, it, it, you're, it you're, you're, you're stopping, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it is, um, it, it's, it's an amazing combination of boats. And uh, the, the, the interesting thing is, is whenever I ordered the Valentino and I had ordered it with a 300 Suzuki, and obviously then they came out with the Cox and, and everything worked out, but it's – it's a pretty boat. Oh, I love it. It's oh, yeah. it, it's it, and this 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 motor's amazing. So if you want to come check it out, uh, we are going to be at Comanche Cove on Friday. It starts at one. 
So, and they are doing hamburgers and hot dogs and oh, stuff so like that. Oh, so you're going to have food this time? Yeah. It's not going to nice. be like yeah. the film shoot? No, like, no. I'd like to demo that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's going to be a big mm-hmm. ordeal. And, it's, it, uh, and by the way, you, you got to get signed up. So it's coxmarineoutboards.com and, and, and get signed up for the demo day. Come join us. Um, it, it, it should be, by the way, it's not only my boat, but uh, their, their front runner will, will, will be, be there. there the you know, so, and, they're, and they're all powered. Uh, by the by, the new Cox Marine diesel outboard. It's it's cool stuff. Let me ask you this. Okay, that's uh, brought to you by Ring Power. The the because it, it hits me because you haven't you haven't seen this engine yet. You haven't seen this engine, Lester. No. Lester. But the first time you heard it was that what you expected? Oh yeah. You you expected it, rem- it reminds me of not having to uh, to buy a two million dollar offshore. I mean a sport fish. Right. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's no emissions. There's nothing like a sport fish doing it, but. The biggest thing that I feel the first time you let me drive it, it was like when you put that boat in the gear, just like a big boat leaving the dock, right. you feel that stern sink down. It's just a whoop, 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 whoop. Right. Just, she, she glides <laughs> off. You take it out of gear and she yeah. comes back up, drop it back in the gear. Whoop, 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 whoop. And it, oh, it's, I just, it, it's got so much. You just have, don't have to spend the money to have the engine. Right. Does it smoke? No. No There's emissions at all. None. Now, none. What's, what's the full throttle speed on this thing? On my boat? Yeah. Uh, about 47. Yeah. That's fast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, As the size of his boat, he, he'll he outrun me. Yeah. And I'm yeah. two feet smaller. Yeah. It's, wow. it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. But, but, the, but, the, oh, here we go again with the short jokes. <laughs> Is it enough, enough for one day for picking on me? You look, you opened oh, the door that wide. I got to walk through it. <laughs> yeah. You got to watch out, Mr. Witty over there. He's going to get you every time, man. Damn. The, uh, Thought I was Pro- love. Probably the craziest thing about uh, uh, this motor is, yes, I know we need to go to the phones. Um, is that <clears throat> whenever you're doing, let's just say, eighteen hundred RPMs and you're doing twenty two miles an hour, if you push the throttle all the way down, it'll jerk you out. It'll, it'll, it'll you, you'll it'll, do a backflip. It's not. It, it is right now. No. I wow. mean, yeah, it's four hundred and fifty pounds of torque. Yeah. Dang, Didn't realize it on our first thing, and that's Kevin awesome. says you guys yeah. are ready to go, that's right? You're holding awesome. on, it's, kind it, of thing. It, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it doesn't. It. I mean, it. I had like you know, <laughs> I was grabbing for yeah, stuff. Yeah, that'll just, throw you back. Yeah. That's you, you, you remember the you remember the old cars with the four barrels? Oh yeah. When you go, whoa, 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 and you, yep. you know, you, you bet. Yeah, that's exactly the what snap. This, it, it's it's a, it's a that snap. holly carburetor. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, let's go bet. talk to talk to Steve this morning. He's got a Dave Workman story. That may be good or bad. <laughs> no, it's a good story. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What's up, Steve? Hey, I love your new boat, Kevin. I can definitely find you now. <laughs> Yo, there's you not, there is no hiding. <laughs> there is no doubt. Yep. No, so we were we were fishing uh, one of the king tournaments back in the day, and we were all camped out of Captain House, and it was one of those long, long, long days. It was hot. No one was catching anything. There was probably 100 boats packed up in there. And here he comes. You could always tell his boat. Back then, it was C&H. Yep. And he pulls up right in the middle of everybody, puts two lines out, starts doing these funky square patterns. And I mean, within three minutes, four minutes, pop, there goes a the fish in the boat, and he's gone. Unbelievable. We're all, we're all sitting around going, what the what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what the what? What the what? Yeah. We've been there all day with nothing. Yep. That, that doesn't surprise me. I, 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 like I said, I've fished right beside him a many a tournament, and uh, yeah. I, I yep. never, ever caught the fish that he did. Yep. Nope, it was crazy. Anyway, that's my story. All right, buddy. Take care. <laughs> See you, Steve. Captain Chip Wingo. 
Chipper. We got to have some kind of music. <laughs> there's no music for me. Oh, there's, yeah. there's no there's morning, Chip. <laughs> How are you guys? Everything's good, man. Doing good, man. Yeah, we're just out here crushing, crushing the cast after cast after cast on artificial this morning, trying to catch big trout. Look, it's been a little slow, to say the least. But a beautiful morning, absolutely beautiful morning. Hey, I saw some but, of your uh, your little fish the other day at the rocks starting to show up. Yeah, I'm getting excited. I, I um yeah. I saw I saw two. Saw one at the uh, the Velando rent. We're talking about tarpon, yeah. right? So just yeah, like, one I blew up in the jetties. I saw one. It was probably twenty five, thirty five pounds. Mm-hmm. That'll make me happy. Yeah, those are the right. ones that are fun. Oh, they're a blast. They jump, and yeah. jump, and they, jump. Those are the ones that are fun. Chip and I, and 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 Leon, we have this conversation. Those hundred and twenties were, were just, uh, it just you, get your I sandwich. Mean, it gets you dandy food sandwich and and, and something to drink and <laughs> sit there and watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah keep, lean on it, lean. Keep pressure on him, brother. Yeah, yeah, keep leaning. You got him coming now. Yeah, he's almost. <laughs> <whooped. laughs> the guy about you 50, got this. Yeah, you no got problem. this. You want a towel soaked in ice water? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's about fifteen minutes in and his arms are just jello. You're good. Don't 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 give up. Don't you know? come here, Bill. Yeah, take man. this. Yeah. No, we don't yeah, pass yeah. this uh, off. That's right. That's right. No, we don't. You pass in it. it. You in it to stay in yeah, it. Yeah, Be careful of what you wish for because you <laughs> now got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny because you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. Just don't let him go. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, oh, no, he gulped. Yeah, that ain't good. That's another dandy fit sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when they're 20 feet from the boat and they're just going in circles and you're going, yep, yeah, come on, five more feet, five more feet, yeah. five more feet. Yeah. And their arms look like rubber bands. Oh, yeah, so, total yeah. rubber bands. Their back's killing them, you know. Yep. Yeah. Be careful what you wish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you try that? Uh, did you order that salt away, by the way? I did. I did. I, I, um, I received it this week. Awesome. I did. That absolutely. Yeah. Kerry did that for me. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, yeah. I'm going. Obviously, I'm going to use it before the uh, demo day on on Friday. Try it out. Just yeah, don't put it on your reels. Why? Why? Huh? I do it all the time. Well, I was told not to because it'll, it'll take it'll dry out the grease that's in it. I it's, don't think it'll dry any really? grease out, Scotty. I spray my rods and reels down all the time with it. Okay. okay. It I don't. Takes all the Scott. I mean, there might be heavy, heavy soaps that do that, but um, yeah, on these things, we've been Mike uh, Conley and I both use it on our boats. He's the one that turned me on to it. You know that the Hell's Bay that I fished off that beautiful. That's what we're in today. Yeah, hey, twenty four. Chip, I, I, I do have a question for you. So, and and um, I believe I got this this question on our um, our, our Facebook page. Is it it is illegal to Take a tarpon out of the water, a small one, but you can pick up a small one. Yeah, is that, is that yeah under under forty inches? I do believe is that is. is that what it is? It's under forty inches. Yeah. Okay, I, I didn't know what the you know what the weight was, or I mean, because I have plenty of pictures of of tarp, but they're, they're small guys. You know, I mean, fifteen to yeah. Yeah, yeah, twenty yeah. pounds or something with kids or whatever. Uh, but by the way, I never want another big tarpon in my boat uh-uh. ever. You know, I know I mean, what they are up front when they land in your boat. Yeah, I know. That's still a crazy story. Um, that was not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's right at, right below 40 inches that you can actually handle them. Yeah, 40 uh, inches. They got a, If they're over 40 inches long, they must remain in the water. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. that yeah, that's just, well, just like Jewfish, right? Because Jewfish under 
that kind of weight you could pull out of the water and take oh, a photo. But Goliath Grouper. Yeah, Goliath Grouper. Yeah. Yeah. Is it legal to pull a scale? Huh? And and you know what? That was the other that was the other question that the guy asked me. And he's like, there you and, go. Um, and, 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 and and by the way, and so this is what I told him is that every tarpon I've ever caught is missing scales. Yeah, you, right, you, yeah, you, right. you know, I mean, you never you never catch a tarpon that's perfect. You know what I mean? Oh, so, what's that? Mike just got a nice little redfish. Oh, good. good job, buddy. All right. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's probably not the correct thing to do, you know? But um, Yeah, I agree. Uh, some people said that I, I agree with you, scales being knocked off when you bite them. But sometimes I guess they say that the, uh, the scales, are, they get protection from their scales, and you taking them off is not a good idea, but. I don't know. I really, you know, I guess that's people. I don't think it's going to kill them. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. it'd I mean, be like a, us losing a fingernail, right. you know? Right. Yeah, right. It, it, you know, I, I think I they're tougher sure. than that. I really I, I do. do too. Not being mean, but, you know, it. <laughs> I'm tired of all this little kind of law stuff. I mean, the people caught something that's <laughs> yeah. uh, a oh, fish uh, of a lifetime. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. It's one stinking scale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many scales is a hundred? I mean, how many do scales does a 120-pound tarpon have on it? 1,200? I mean, come on. If it's a guy's first tarpon, it's a cool little trophy. It's exactly. Man. I had a girl the other day, a law enforcement officer from Ohio, last Sunday before last, and she caught a huge red. I, I estimated it close to 50 pounds. Goodness gracious. And so I took a pair of pliers, and I pulled one scale out. Yeah. I said, when you dry that out, I said, that'll give you something to remember it by. Put the know? date on it or whatever. Well, I, you know, take a hook, a scale, and take a picture and frame it and put it on the wall instead of mounting the fish or killing the fish. I'll, I'll never forget, Chip, the 236 pound fish that I caught. <clears throat> I, I I pulled the scale off it and I had it for years and it was four by four. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, it was four inches by four inches. They make wow. a great nail file. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You can sharpen your hooks on them. Yeah. It's, uh, but uh, wow, four yeah, by four. Yeah, four four four, four by four inches. Yep. It was it was almost. I don't ever want to see a fish that big. No, it, it's, it's still, you know what? Here, here's the crazy thing is, and at that time, um, you know, we we had eight foot hurricane rods, and and the four aught pen senators with, <laughs> and we had fifty pound mono. That's what we fished with, and yeah. uh, the the guy that caught that fish, his name was John Matthews, and his daughter, and I don't remember her name, she had a seventy pound fish on at the same time, and the only thing that I ever remember watching that big fish do, it couldn't jump. All it did was greyhound, and he he caught that fish in forty five minutes. It wasn't like some epic battle, yeah. but it it whenever she came up and she she turned sideways, Chip, her her whole face was wrinkled, like an old person. Wow, really? I mean, yeah, wow. I mean, she the, the that that fish is probably sixty years old or older you, yeah. or older. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. she, and and the 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 reason that uh, let's see, she was uh, she was eighty six by forty eight. Good lord! Wow. Yeah, she was almost as big. I mean, she was as big around as she was long. I mean, in Dude, she was reference she was, point. She, I mean, it was she was think about she it. She was massive, massive, That's massive. Incredible! Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was 1999, I think. And I still oh, wow. remember that fish. Wow. You know, it was it was. Oh, I could never forget that fish. Yeah, it, it was. You know, you, you you remember we used to take them and lip gaff them and yep. drag them in, and uh, yeah. not that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, think think about trying to load up a. Two hundred pound deer, 
Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I remember the one that Jim McCollum caught on the North Rocks. It was everything the two of us could do to drag it in the boat. And this is 25 years ago. Right. It was enormous. Yeah, and then your your boat your boat's filthy. I mean, just slime, just so thick on. <laughs> I had to go to car wash, yeah. <laughs> use the pressure. It was nasty, nasty. But it was cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it was absolutely cool. Chip, thanks, buddy. Have a great day. See you guys later. Yeah, appreciate you calling in. If anybody else call in six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, Captain Kirk Waltz, Captain Scott Shank. That's me. Leslie Beals, HOF, Chris Wayne. And Yo. right now we need to do a weather and a tides. Uh, Captain Kirk, what's, uh, it sounds like we're going to be able to fish offshore a few days this week. Yeah, maybe, the, maybe even tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Weather's brought to you by the Bearded Pig, our favorite barbecue restaurant right there in Jack's Beach, and there's one downtown too. Love it, Chris. Uh, I, I got a question yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. Logman yeah. Talked about last week. He still mm-hmm. got money on his gift certificate that he got for Christmas. I still got my whole That's, card. That wow. is just generally irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go in there and I've eaten in there. I forget to pull the dang card out. Yeah. <laughs> Man. I, I, I wore mine out in one sit. Yeah, yeah, we did too. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, Kirk, I think I think that's – once you get in there and you smell it mm-hmm. – You lose all track of yeah, thought. Yeah, your right. brain just kind of goes, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, all but, sideways. But, but, but I get that. eats are like once a week. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I, I yeah, can see but why. It's, it's Lagerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why. Yeah. It's big money him. Jeff Ooh. is what it yeah, is. Yeah, he must have gotten like – $2,000 gift certificate. <laughs> he's got a frequent diner. Yeah, card, that's right. That's you know? what he, he just punches card. Well, he's yeah. got a bulk yeah. discount. Anyway, high pressure centered near Bermuda will extend its axis across our local waters this weekend, creating prevailing southeast to southerly winds. So we're going to see a little southern pattern this mm-hmm. week until about Tuesday or Wednesday. And then the mid-coast along will briefly uh, have a weakening high pressure system that's going to move down and wedge towards the southeast and seaboard on Monday to. Monday night and Tuesday, resulting in winds shifting to east-northeasterly. So what we're looking at right now is today winds south 5 to 10, becoming 15 in the afternoon, 2 to 3 feet. And then tomorrow, south 5 to 10, 2 to 3, with a period of 6 seconds. And Monday, 5 to 10 out of the south. And then it's going to switch northeast on Monday night, 10 to 15, 2 to 3. But then on Tuesday, they're talking 10 to 15, out of the east northeast, which means it's coming back around, and then it's going to go Tuesday night southeast, ten knots, and then Wednesday west winds five to ten, two to three feet, possibly Thursday next week. It ought to be really pretty ocean. We uh, we might start seeing some fish on the beach here. Uh, temperatures I mean, getting with, there. Yeah, with with the temperature. Oh, there's and, no doubt. With all the with all the bait. Now the I tried the there. southeast hole twice in the last week with no results. No, okay. crickets. But the water looks good. It's just a matter of time, I yeah. think. It's coming. Did yeah. you see well, how hot that river got, got yesterday? We got old school coming up. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the 10th. Yeah, June 10th, oh. yeah. I mean, we had, I had between 78 and 79 in the oh, river oh, yesterday. River, I had the same thing. I had yeah. almost, yeah. It was getting, I mean, it was like, whoa, wait yeah. a minute now. Yeah. Last week it was 73, 74. Now yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Well, the biggest factor is the heat. And the heat changes a little bit. Yeah. That's going to You're right. That's yeah. going to Longer days all. and get yeah. 90 degrees. I mean, you got a high 86 tomorrow, 85 on Monday, 85 on Tuesday, 89 on Wednesday, 87, 89. So it's creeping up. Yep. We start hitting those high 80s, that water temperature is going to pop. Yeah. yeah. All right. Tides uh, brought to you by our good buddy Ed Malin at Angie Subs. Best subs around Penman Beach. Uh, high tide the, the, this afternoon around 4.30. Low tides uh, right when the show ends around uh, 10 o'clock and then 10.30 p.m. And uh, just if you if you look at these tides, it looks like they're all like 4.5 and then a zero. Yeah, we're so, just coming off a half moon right now. Right, so yeah, right, it's not right. Not pushing not, real hard. It was the tides yeah, no. it was like perfect yesterday. Dude, it was yeah. not even hardly rolling. I, it, yeah, it, it was, was nice. It was, it was, it was, you could you could fish that quarter ounce jig head so easy yeah. yesterday, and, uh, and and for tomorrow just just add an hour. So your high tide tomorrow is basically uh, five o'clock in the morning. So if you go in the morning, it's like Kirk said, you're talking about a south wind at five. So you're going to have calm waters. A high outgoing tide yeah. that is the best tide to fish topwater plus. Hundred percent. I mean, because you can fish the. Tomorrow's going to be a pretty day. Yeah. Yep. You can. It, it, it is. It's going to be. But it's Mother's fun. Day, so you better check in. Yeah, first. and that's a that's a big point right there, folks. Amen. Don't forget to take care of the moms. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow's Mother's Day. Do something real nice for the mothers out there. Your mother. Amen. You know, if your daughters have kids. Yep. You know. Do something. Yeah, nice. we're, we're we're doing the big get together at the, at the Favor House. So we're, going, we're we're looking forward to it. So, what have you got for our Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week? So, I've I'm been on a real low fat diet here lately, and I've gotten into eating rice. And one of my favorites is uh, Uncle Ben's original. They call it Ben's original now. Is a ready rice, and basically, it's a microwavable packet. The, uh-huh. the rice is pretty much already cooked. Yep. And if you're in a big hurry and you don't want to make a big giant pot of rice. You can just make small portions, and this is just perfect for just Kate and I. There's just two of us eating, and, of course, the dog gets the leftovers. So I see you got the coconut jasmine. I like coconut. I do, too, and rice. It's well, really good. Jasmine rice is the best. It's it the best. is. Amen. It's real it, moist. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's jasmine, I've never had the coconut jasmine. I, it's I, really it's good. good. Okay. It's really good. So, you know, we've been eating a lot of fish, and, and it's easy to prepare. You take the packet, you just tear it a little bit, stick it in a microwave, 90 seconds, bang, done, ready to eat. I was so excited yesterday. Caught a redfish, and then it caught some good reds, and I'm like, I, and I told the guy, I just said, I, 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 we got our limit, I get it, but I want one of these fish. I haven't had, I love redfish on the half shell. Absolutely love it. And that rice would go it. perfect. It'd be perfect. You know, you can get it, it at all these different places. Yeah. You know? Little scallions in it and stuff like Little that. Little rosemary. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. You know, Carrie's got the rosemary going right. in the back. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and, and the folks, and, and it's funny how many people have uh, have never done this, the, the, the redfish on a half shell. It's, it's about as damn easy as anything you could do. Yep. And probably, Kirk, like what you're talking about, it's probably the healthiest way. To, 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 to eat a fish, because first off, you know, you're, you're leaving the, the skin and the scales on the fish, on the filet. And it leaves that fat content right. just between the skin <laughs> yeah, exactly. and the scales and the actual flesh of the fish. So it actually gives it a lot more flavor. Oh, it's, 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 it, it, it's crazy. That and it keeps it in, keeps some moisture well, content. And you can do it, it with a lot of fish. Out. You can do it with a trigger fish. Yeah. You can do it with sheep's a, head, a sheep's head. Drum. Anything with thick scales, it yeah. works pretty good. Yeah, I've done it, it with sheep's head. It's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, again, if you want to keep it as healthy as possible, 
a lot of people will, will put butter on it, but Kerry just puts um, olive oil. Yeah, that's all we do. Rub yeah. it with a little olive oil yeah. and put a little garlic powder on it and a little smoked paprika. Uh, smoked paprika. Smoked paprika. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, think about how simple that is. That's pretty simple. And, and people always ask me, well, how do you know what it's done? You know what it's done. You know what it's done. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. and you just put it scale down on, on the heat mm-hmm. on, on your uh, uh, low heat, charcoal. too. Low, low heat, yeah. Low heat, so you don't burn it. it. Right. But you, you know what it's done. Six to it's seven gonna, minutes is about done in yeah. six to seven minutes. I would, uh, you know, according to how big the fillet is, oh, of course, yeah. you know. But yeah, yeah, I would, I would think so. It's gonna be good. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. There's 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 no question. That is your Kirby Co. Cookie tip. tip of the week. Yeah. And uh, well, and 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 you know, I don't know about you guys down in St. Augustine. The pogies have been play, plentiful around. It's great. It's been nice. I mean, <laughs> you can pick which size you want. Right. If you want the yep. peanuts, right. Go one way. If you want the bigger ones, they showed up a couple of days ago. Course we've been fishing. are you let me ask you this because because Scott and I had this conversation are you still scarred by what happened to us two years ago that one made it tough I mean it, I it, did, did yeah, and when we're was, talking about is is there was is, no jigging bait there was, no, was, there was, there was I mean, no bait I mean Scott Scott and I the only saving grace we had is every other week we'd have a low tide and we could run up the river and catch some finger mullet. And catch yep. some finger mullet, you know. But I would leave early in the morning. Early. I, my my ramp was I mean, where, we were, where I was. It was nice. Nobody's down there harassing them, and they were just bubbling their little happy hearts out. And it wouldn't take me but three or four casts, and we had yeah. enough to go fishing between the two of us. I mean, but that, but when we say that, that's that's only 15, 17 baits a piece, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you didn't you didn't have a live well, right? I mean, full. I I I'll never forget. I mean, I had a half day trip and. And it was a high tide, and I caught three mullet. I'm like, well. We're going fishing. <laughs> we're going fishing. We'll catch something. I, I trolled one mullet on the beach, and I made like three passes and caught three kingfish. And it, it's not even 9 o'clock. That's money there. Man. <laughs> you you know? bait. And I'm like, guys, I, I, I don't have any more bait. I mean, I, you know, that, that was that was a that was disheartening a year. year I remember we were catching finger mullet up the river, and then we found some. There, there's a boat called the Sea Witch. Eddie Smith had actually called me and said, "Kirk, I, you know, and he and Clay Phillips had found the bait and said, we'll tell you where it is.' This is like three years ago, mm-hmm. and That's three exactly four years ago. Did. And we, man, we ran up there, and sure enough, there was cigar minnows and sardines on there. Oh, like, oh money! Don't tell nobody. Right? Yeah, I know because there's no <laughs> they bait don't anywhere be harassed. else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I. Uh, I mean, we go up there and twitch them up, but it's nice. Right now, you can twitch baits in a couple different places. So Is there any baits them. on the wrecks? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Cigars and sardines, yeah. Big ones, too. I, I haven't fished like, any, like, any. Like nice you know, ones. Big hot dogs. Like six, eight oh. inch, like six, eight inch cigars and sardines down yeah, I there. I talked to Chad Starling yesterday, and he said that's all he's been doing yep. is going out there and twitching baits. Wow. Yep. That's, that's and cool. honestly, okay, let me question. What would you guys, if we're going offshore or whatever, I know the beach is a whole different, that's a whole <laughs> Different area code. If you had the availability of pokey sardines and, sard- and cigar minnows, what are you going to troll? I'm going to, if I can get c- sardines cigar and cigars, Sar- sardines. I'm going to yeah. twitch 100%. Bait. I'm going to pull a sabiki yeah. out. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what I'm getting. I mean, yeah. what, I mean, my normally kind of, I'll run over it because it's usually the, on the direction that I'm headed to fish anyhow, but I will catch my pogies. But nine times out of 10, you know, they're the first ones to start live chumming as soon as I get there because. But, my front well's got my cigar minnows. But I've got three live wells, so I'm going to put one of them's going to have pogies oh, in it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Easy to get. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I can yeah, get those yeah, peanuts. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run over there but, and throw the net and get 50 or 100 of those absolutely. and overload a live well because I know they're not going to be in there very long. Yep. And then go, yeah, that's right, live bait chum in it. But don't you agree that they just cannot resist 
a cigar mineral sardine. Oh, uh, yeah. Ten times over. Eat uh, that you're, over well, you're matching the hatch. That's right. True. That's what's there. You don't see pogies 15 miles no. offshore. No. You're not going to see them. Well, you sometimes. Do. You do. I, I, yeah. But, but that's, that's not, not, I, I, not I, the norm. I not think, the norm. That's I think, right. I think the action of... A sardine too is totally yep. you know an old pogey just kind of swims along you know he's like okay keep pulling me around not that sardine no. man he's no. he's like get me off of here he's going left yeah. right yeah, yeah. Because back I'm, forth yeah, yeah. yeah they're right, out right, running your ribs before we take a break let's go let's go talk to Chris morning Chris hey good morning fellas how y'all doing what's happening hey so uh, I'm just trying to pick y'all's brains a little bit on what the best time of year around here is to take my kids crabbing for like a successful day where we can have fun and load up the cooler. Right now is a good time. Well, I mean, where right. where are you going? I'll uh, be anywhere up around Amelia Island and the estuaries and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I think you could go over there, you know, uh, anywhere where there's a, a, a boat ramp or a spot where you can get out on the beach, you know, and find oyster bars. You know, creeks feeding in, in and out. You're going to find some crabs moving around. I know the guys have still got some crab traps over on the beach. I saw crab traps day before yesterday. So there's there's crabs, obviously, out in the surf. Maybe not a lot, but I know they're catching a lot of them up in shallow areas. So if you look in some of the creeks and, you know, in estuaries where you can throw some chicken necks out, you ought to be able to catch some. Right on. I appreciate it. I got a little ginu I can get up in pretty much. This yeah, time. there you go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and by the way, I, I would say don't come our way because I haven't seen any crab traps. No, I talked to the, I talked to a couple buddies of mine that are crabbers, and they're struggling right now. Struggling, yeah. I just talked to one yesterday that was pulling it when he was coming out of our ramp down there at Central right. South. And he says, you know, he's I got 150 traps out, and he said, I got like a half a box. Oof. Wow. Oof. That's, that's, not good. Good. Yep, that's not good. So, yeah, stay up towards Bayport. I right appreciate it, fellas. Thanks, Chris. All right, good luck. I saw a guy at the ramp um, <laughs> this week. And it was, and, and, and you may have seen it, Scott, but he had the, I mean, he had like like a 17-foot GNU that had a transom on the back of it with, mm-hmm. with like a little five, and then he had a little trolling motor up front. Wow. What a fishing machine that was, yep. man. Oh, you get some skinny man, water, you, you man. You talk about being able to go where, like. No one I mean, else is going. Yeah, I mean, even even kayakers, because he, you know, he's got power. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean. It, yeah, the only other boat that could beat him would be an airboat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as getting skinny. Yeah, I mean, and and you can launch that thing anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can. It's probably light enough to where you could pull it across grass for a little ways if you had to get to a creek or something. But I was just looking at that boat. I was like, wow. I mean, he had that thing like set up, tricked out, totally set up for inshore fishing. You know, I mean, I bet he's probably got yeah, fifteen, eighteen grand in that boat. Yeah, I would. I, I have no idea how much. Mine was is. expensive. I I could go anywhere. I could go where the bass boats couldn't go. I could go back in them lily pads in them pockets. Yeah, fish that weren't pressured, and yeah. wear them out. Them largemouth. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I I know there's still places that I fished on my flats boat, which, um, I shouldn't have been back there even in a flats boat that that people don't fish anymore. Yeah, you know, I, the only I, people that could could would be a canoe or or a, or a kayak. Yeah, now you got the kayak. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got the kayak. Now the thing to do is to take our boats and and uh, yeah. put kayaks in them. Yep. And then and then and then go from there. Used to GNU was GNU was the thing to have. Yeah. You know, now you got the kayak. Now you got the kayaks. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, okay. Let's, wait a minute. Hold on. Yep. Okay. So is it a GNU, a GNU, or a GNU? 
Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Tomato, call tomato. It. <laughs> is it really toma- one of those tomato, tomato? It things? is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Right. I didn't know whether it was that or a well, it's pecan spelled, it's spelled versus G-E. a pecan. Because everybody knows pecan. pecan is right. It's pecan. No, no, that's actually pecan. something different. No. Yeah, so it's G-E-E. G-H-E-N-E-H-O-O. Huh? Yeah, there is. <laughs> All right, let's Look take a up. break. GTS, <laughs> baby. That's right. Here it comes. Uh, uh, we'll we'll take, take our last break. We'll be right back on the yeah. Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back. Hey, that was in key. That was good. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> Don't bring me down. That oh wasn't boy. so much. No, okay, no, sorry. No, no. By Duck, Duck that and okay. once again, just a huge thank you to Jeff Norman and all the folks. Mike from Duck Duck Rooter came by my house on Sunday to give me a new sump pump because my septic was overflowing your sump pump took oh, a dump yes it did no way on a saturday <laughs> no evening way but anyway thank you to those guys right. and thank you for somebody who answers the dadgum phone so nice yes press i don't i don't want english. options press one for english the first thing is <laughs> yeah. two rings into it <clears throat> press one for english oh no i don't i don't want options i just want somebody to, to answer the phone thanks. it's so so cool so cool so Hey, um, I'm looking forward to this week. Yes. Should, it should be. Yeah, it should be it, nice. It, it should be nice. I, it looks like um, maybe get to a normal schedule where we lo- only lose one day a week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, seems like we've been fishing the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been literally fishing one day a week offshore if we're lucky. Yeah. You know, and uh, hopefully we start getting into this summertime pattern. Girl, yeah. You know, something a little different. So, Change yeah. it up. Yeah. Uh, yep. The fish on in the in the. Jetties in the river need a break. Yeah, exactly. The ICW, they need a little break. I need a break. I want to stretch my legs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice being on the ocean. I know. Okay, here we go again. (laughs) Chris, go ahead. I just walked right into that one. Where were you? He can't. So they're laughing in his hat, trying to hold his breath. Need a paper bag, Chris. (laughs) That was. You have no idea how difficult that was. Yeah, exactly. Kevin gives me the look, and I went, "Oh God!" I just walked into that one. <laughs> well, more more like waddled, but yes. Oh boy, oh, that ain't right. But I, I'm I'm with Scott. I mean, I I, uh, I probably I, I probably pressed it a little bit to go offshore last Wednesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, oh me too. I did because the same I mean, thing. I'm sitting there. I mean, you know, at 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 five thirty, and they're saying. Small craft warnings, not exercise caution, mm-hmm. and man, you just don't. No, you know, but but I'm looking at the wind and I'm going, you know, it's almost like somebody's trying to keep me from going fishing offshore yeah. today. I've only fished you know? twice this whole year. I, I don't know about you, Kirk, but I mean, I've only fished twice offshore this whole year so far. Oh well, I've been off a bunch. No, been- never. I mean, just days of going. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just always skunky. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, uh, days when it's kind of edgy. You know, Wednesday was one of them. Yeah. But it seems like, you know, even Wednesday, once we got out there, we had to push a little bit. But once we got out 12 miles, it was like, man, it was beautiful out there I, you know what? for a couple I, hours. I, I, I totally, totally agree with Kirk. You know, when I, when I started out, I'm like, man, if it, if it gets rougher, the further we get out, we're in for a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just the opposite. It was just the opposite. Once we got out about five or six miles, the, 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 
The ocean actually started calming down. Yeah. And yeah, then the wind died for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, the wind died. I mean, yeah, I was like, oh. It died I'm for just a getting hours. old. I just don't need to get pounded anymore. I, I mean, I I'm just but, telling but, you. But I, I, look, I'm the same way. But well, I get it. Um, there was no pounding on. I mean, I sat down on the way home. Mm-hmm. Really? Which I, you know, you never sit down. No, you lean no, against the backrest of it. Right, right, right. No, I sat down. I was. Just, I just put it at 2,300 RPMs, which is about 27 knots. And it was, it was beautiful. It, yeah. was, it, was, it really was. It was. It, it turned out to be just a, 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 I mean, I, when I tell you this, I mean, I had a five hour trip. I made one stop. Yeah. I anchored up. That's a great time when you could do that. And I had both live wells full and I was constantly had my gloves on constantly. I had three guys bottom fishing. I had a flat line out and it was busy. It, it was chaos for most of the time. It was bad. You know? I like that. I oh, mean, it's fun. I had the same yeah. experience Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, we were catching everything. We were catching triggerfish, yep. sea bass, snapper, kingfish. The only thing I, mean, I didn't was catch on. was a cobia, which yeah. I was a little disappointed about. I didn't about see any either. I was know? a little bummed, but, you know, we had a couple fish hooked up. Uh, you know, the uh, sharks came in, the sandbars came in and ate a couple fish off I, the I, hook. I didn't experience any shark attacks, which, yeah. was, which was really Big cool. ones. So... <laughs> I guess it was, and I and I told my guys it was a seven thirty to twelve thirty trip, five hour trip, and I said, look, we're we're going to be somewhere around that end at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. You know, yeah, I did if, the same thing. I pushed thing, in early, and, and and this is this is crazy. I said, I said, let's run back in on the bait pods, and I said, we'll look for for rays because that's a perfect time of day. Mm-hmm. Is is, is eleven thirty, twelve o'clock? Is, yep. is is I pulled up there, and. Um, I pulled up just north of the, of the jetties, about in line with the with the Cebu, and I said, "This is, you know, this is where we should find a ray." I look up, and there's a ray right there. I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" And call he, that one. Yeah, call that one. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I, I mean, they're like, "Dude, how did you?" I'm like, "You're a hell of a charter cat, man. You can pull that one out." Yeah, ten more. Yeah. Psychic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I grabbed the pitch rod, and and the 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 ray went underneath the boat, and um, so I let everything calm down and grabbed the pitch rod and. And uh, hooked up a pogey, put it in the live well, and I never did find the ray again. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, I was surprised that it didn't. And it was a perfect day to find a ray. I mean, like you know, bright blue sky, just a little bit of ripple. Sometimes when it's slick calm, it's hard to see them unless they're pushing. Mm-hmm. Well, they you get know? a little more panicky too. Yeah, they do. Absolutely, they do. Yeah, yeah. but this was. It was a perfect day to. Uh, we spent probably thirty minutes or so looking for another one, but I, I never did see one. But that was the only thing I was disappointed about. Yeah, is I didn't catch cobia with with all the fish on this particular spot, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and then you had your your mystery fish, uh, uh, which I'm assuming are goliaths. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, they grab it and you can't move them. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Now we were Kevin and I were talking, and, and you were involved, but you just didn't know it. Um, mm. Why is y'all's kingfish bite so much better than ours? Because like our guys down here are maybe getting. Maybe two or three kingfish bites. I don't know. You know, and then we're talking about a group of boats, not just. It was good last know. year too, if y'all remember. Though we had a hell of a good. kingfish bite last. year. I mean, year. I've been watching Chad Starling. You know, and he's coming before. in with you know six, eight, ten mackerels and oh, stuff. Yeah. And I know Steve, I'm going, Jeremy are catching them. I mean, a lot of the guys, Chris Kell. I mean, a lot of the guys are catching them. Are they? Are they slow trolling? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, <clears throat> I was just flatlining. Now, I know Steve's caught a lot on flat lines. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you went to the northeast where yeah, the did. fish were. I'm right. just telling you our party grounds that we fish, I know, st- nine south, miles, mm-hmm. six mile, Middle ground. all that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, you know, here's a diesel boat pulling hardware, and he's maybe caught two bonitas. You know, 
our good friend neighbor Joe, he caught one mackerel in a sale. Well, that's the only two bites he got. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though, when they get on the beach, that counts. Yeah, we, you know, it, let's let's just hope and pray that it's if it was anything like it was last two year. Year. Yeah, yeah, it was last year. Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh man! man. I, 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 from the awful. middle of July until the end of August, I never went offshore. I stayed, That's I stayed, good. Oh, I stayed on the beach burnt, every day. We burnt five gallons of fuel it every was, day. It was, and it was epic. I mean, epic. there was there was a couple of days where you know where you catch double digits, and I remember and, that time. Half it's, of those were over twenty. It's been a mm-hmm. lot of years ago. You and I fished a two boat charter for two days or three yep. days. I forgot the name of that guy. You probably remember better than I do. And it was blowing twenty five up to thirty five knots. Yep. And we came out of the inlet out of the in southwest. The, yep. And the beach was flat. Right out, out to about a mile. Yeah, once you got out a mile, it was it was terrible, David. But I remember we yep. got out there and it was it, it was it was it was actually a tarpon charter, and, yep. and the wind was blowing so hard that we couldn't hardly cast. Or so you know, let's just go troll the beach. And for two days, I mean, it was it, epic. It was it was oh. the most epic kingfish bite as many yeah. as you wanted. Yeah, and yeah. we were just and letting them go. We kept a couple ten pounds to fifty pounds. We were just catching and releasing for hours. Yeah, I mean, just dying. It's got to the point where you're just only putting one line out. Yeah, yeah. You feed it out behind the boat, and they'd get twenty yards back. And it was that way for two days. Yeah, and they'd just pull it right out of your hand. Yeah, Yeah, Kevin and I had that last year for a week by ourselves. We did. I think I fished a Sunday, and I had he was up at the property or something like that. And I called him on the phone. I said, "Oh my god, (laughs) just don't." Tell anybody. I'm just telling you, it's 10 o'clock and I've released 17 it must have been already. really hard for you. Wow. Huh? You and that radio. It must oh, have been I hung really I turned it off. Everybody was wondering where I was all day. I said I was. He's got the flu. That's right. Yeah. Dude, it was incredible. I called him, though. I said, oh, my God. Just, just we're going right here tomorrow morning. It was, that afternoon sea breeze, buddy, at the cabin top, man. I know. I get, I get itchy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, it's it, it, that, <sighs> the, uh, when, when, it, when it goes dormant, mm. it's no fun. But when you feel that first sea breeze come up, Ooh, it's 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 on, yeah, and it it blows that that pretty water in there. Yep, that's some fun stuff. Yeah, it is some green. fun stuff. Yep, I, like I said, I just hope because last year was epic. I mean, it was um, God two weeks at least, right? Three weeks. Well, it was it was definitely all the way to the end of August. I mean, it started in July. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're I mean, right. I, I I just know that I didn't get, I never went offshore from uh-huh. the middle of July. I didn't have to. I mean, I just turned the corner. Well, we got bored of that. We go say, well, let's go see if we catch a Kobe or something right, or right, whatever. Right, yeah. Then we would bump offshore to just see. Yeah, if yeah, we could yeah, just yeah a, lot, gears. a lot. A lot of people did. They would go offshore first, and then they would come back in there on the beach. But I, and I, that that should start up soon. I mean, oh, yeah. again, we got old school yeah. coming up on uh, on June 10th. So. Look, looking forward to that. Um, we're going to pre-fish with Mr. James Schulte oh, on the night. Yeah, so. Well, you, a, he's going to have to come over night before or two there to look at this new boat and get it organized. Yeah, yeah he's. Because uh, he ain't going to like it much if it ain't organized. <laughs> That's the most, other than Kirk, yeah. that is the most organized dude I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Yeah, he's. He's, he's got bags with man, for everything. And, and he's Rigs, gonna, swivels. This, he's I mean, going to have so much room. He's not oh, he's even not going to know what to no, do. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he doesn't have to kick. Uh, what's his name out of the yeah. water? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother Dave? Brother Dave. Yeah, yeah. Brother, Brother Dave. Dave usually gets kicked around that boat. Now yeah. he's, he's, they're going to be totally opposite of each other because there's plenty of room. There is plenty no of room way of walking boat. over each other and back and getting baits out. Yeah, hey, just a reminder, also, uh, folks, that uh, we do we do have demo day coming up, um, and uh, so if you if you want to get signed up, and when I say demo day, it's with uh, with 
with me and my 28-foot Valentino powered by the new Cox Marine diesel outboard. And, and uh, we, we had a conversation about it earlier. But uh, we, it, we will be there from uh, 1 to 3 at Comanche Cove. And Ring Power is going to do some hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff like that. But you got to be signed up. Go to coxmarineoutboards.com. And all this is on our Facebook page, okay? So if you, if you forget all this stuff like, like I would, then you can just go to, go to, our, go to our Facebook page. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to taking people around. I'll be in about that time. Yeah, yeah. I got a trip that day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that um, Travis and I and Doug are going to fish early that morning and yep. and uh, do our do our four hour trip. Hopefully, hopefully we get the, the weather we're talking the way, about. Yeah, because yeah. I That'd do have nice. an awful trip on yeah. Friday. Yeah, because yeah. whenever we did that shoot on Monday, it was howling mm-hmm. out of south, mm. <laughs> and that's that's uh, that's uh, I've done a I've done enough TV stuff to know that it wasn't like the the, the perfect conditions. He tried to put the drone up and it blew it away. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, bring that thing down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to go into Hospital Creek and do, do some stuff like that. That's like Leon. You're losing his there at Captain's Oh, we <laughs> uh, we went through that on Thursday. Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, oh no, <laughs> it's like Chris bringing up the short jokes. Yeah, I'm picking on Leon all the $1, time. Eighteen hundred dollars. Heck day. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, the worst part was he, 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 he after after it went down, he just took the iPod and threw it in the ocean. the iPad. What were you doing? There's an iPad. It's get, good it, for anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and he looks at me and goes, I don't know. <laughs> totally uh, lost it. Ooh. Totally lost it. Uh, that yeah. was never And, 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 day, and yeah. by the way, by the way, I have, um, I'm not a drone expert. I don't know anything about them. But I will tell you that I've had experiences on the boat now. And you, you you need to make sure that the battery is fully charged. Oh yeah, because they come they come down to where if the if the battery starts going low, they're going to go back to their original right. location. And, and when you're in a boat, the boat's you're moving. moving. You're moving. It's no longer original location. Right? And and here's the other thing, I don't I I don't understand when 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 they go to grab these things, it's look it's not easy. Your boat's moving up and down, you know, and they're trying. These props are going everywhere. Grab it, Scotty. Grab it. There's four baits in front of him going, yeah, okay, hold on. I remember Wait on that one. The boat's going up, going down. Grab it. Scotty was looking for the dip net. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to just net the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, he's he's, uh, he's absolutely not kidding either. Yeah. So I want to let everybody know about our sponsors. Obviously, the Nimnik family of dealerships, Duck Duck Rooter, Angie Subs, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed, Strike Zone, Whalen Bay, Valentino Custom Boats come to Demo Day, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Kirby Co. Builders, Shimano, Wild West Guns and Gold. Guys, I appreciate it. Thank Captain you. Scott, thanks for coming appreciate and sitting it. in. Yep, yep. For Captain Kirk Waltz. Plus Bills. Captain Scott Shank, Chris Wayne. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Y'all have a great weekend. And don't forget, Mother's Day tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Y'all, Mother's Day. Remember anything you do, always think safety first. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.